1069. Welcome to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. You uh, can find us online at WRQK.com. It's where you can also find, oh my God, honestly, that is maybe one of the nicest scenes of cleavage I maybe have ever seen. Oh, yeah. And it's going down at uh, courtside at an NBA game. Of course, she got courtside seats. I mean, she's a, yeah, 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 she's sexy. That's up up online for you, WRQK.com. Nine o'clock, we'll send you to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. I'm joined this morning by Matthew Fantone, as per usual. How are you, buddy? Uh, Coming off of a great Canton Charge victory yesterday, so feeling pretty, pretty good. Little day game, actually. Uh, Day game, it was was like the uh, Canton City Schools Day and uh, Surrounding Schools Day also, so there was a bunch of different schools, um, and it was awesome. I was the the in-host arena, or the in-arena host yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. And um, the thing I will say about, you know, Kids Day is that kids are very easy to get hype. Very easy. All you have to do is be like, kids, PB and J, kids, do you hate homework? Make some noise if you hate homework. And they're like, oh my God, I hate homework. Oh yeah, you can get you can get kids oh. to be real loud. All you have to do is say, make some noise. And All they're you, like, I yeah. love making noise. Well, right, because what you're yelling at them is... Do the thing everybody tells you mm-hmm. not to do 24 hours mm-hmm. a day. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So it was. So it was an awesome game to work because, honestly, I felt like Ahmad Crump. I felt like I was in front of, you know, the world. And, just and, and dude, it was the NBA championship. Well, luckily and, for you, buddy, you have me to bring you back out of planet Earth. <laughs> so, but I had, a bunch of, I had a bunch of nine-year-olds hype yesterday. Uh, so that was, that was pretty cool. If you're just joining us <laughs> and you came in on that sentence, I, dude, I'm sorry about that. It was uh, well, it good was, for you, man. It was good at the Canton Charge game. Like I was said, it anti-bullying like it was last year? Yes, it was anti-bullying. That good. was the theme. That's probably a good message to send little kids. Yeah, it's it's an important thing, certainly. Uh, it, it seems like, I mean, it's been a cause over the past five years that I, I don't know if they've made any momentum on, though. Like, you know, bullying's been I around no forever. Idea. It just seems like this anti-bullying movement probably started five years ago, and I'm just like, well, has this worked? Or is this like dare? Or what's going well, on Well, I here? mean, isn't it one of those things that like nothing really works because there's no silver bullet, right. but you're making a dent? It and maybe you don't notice. Gotta keep trying. Gotta yeah, keep trying. I mean, gotta it's one of those trying. things. Do you? Anytime you're asking for social change, what you are essentially doing right. is tilting at windmills. Right. You just got to figure out if that windmill's worth your push. Right. 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 So anti-bullying. You know, that was the message yesterday. Well, good. Uh, and a shout out to uh, Kent State's own Chris Evans, number twenty-three. Just went nuts yesterday. I think he scored twenty-seven points, Jeez. bunch of assists, That's bunch of rebounds, bunch of sweet dunks. The player of the game. So uh, yeah, it's a good time yesterday. All right. Now I. All right. Never mind. I, uh, dude, all right, no, I'm, I, I am going to ask you. So, like, I got to wonder, because they do day games occasionally. It's not, like, a big deal. But yeah. you ever think we're going to see, like, a Flint Tropics-like type of performance where you can tell it's like, bro, you were in Gatsby's a little late last night. You, you know what I mean? Oh. Sweating out cinnamon in April the now, next morning trying to dunk. Now, at the end of the day, does that Sorry, happen? Charge. Does that happen in sports? Oh, for sure. You know, there's no doubt about it. I'm sure some arena football player has, has you know, team has, has overdone it. Oh, God, yeah. Would we ever expect that from the Canton Charge? Of course not. There's absolutely 0% chance of that happening. Does, I guess That's main Red Claw <laughs> activity right. there. That's main Red Claw exactly, stuff. Exactly, exactly. Maybe the rubber ducks, but I'm not going to throw any allegations ah. around. You know what I mean? I'm not going to throw any allegations. You know, I once lost a girlfriend to an Akron rubber duck. Really? That happened. Really? That did happen. Right there at the Barley House in Akron. I mean, <laughs> and sure enough, dude, I was like, damn it. 
you know, it honestly, it, it just goes back to high school right there, where it's like, no, I'm funny, and I'm, I'm you're gonna like me, and it's gonna be cool. And then she's like, no, look yeah, at but this. I have a huge penis, yeah. and I hit home runs. Look at this. Yeah, she was gone, dude. Here. She, she was, was gone. Long gone. Yeah, she so. was. She was like long, long gone. Yeah. Can't say I'm surprised about that. Hit over the fence. All he had to do was stick his mid out. <laughs> yeah, he had her there. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. That sounds like a good yeah, time no, yesterday. It was, it was a good day. What about you? What's the story? I did. Well, I did nothing. I just I, no. I beached my fat ass on the couch, and I'll tell you what I did do. As I was flipping the coin on it yesterday, uh, you know, near the end of the program, but I stopped by uh, the GameStop there and I picked up uh, Resident Evil Biohazard, like okay. the new Resident Evil. And I don't understand what's happening here. There's a new Resident Evil in the theater. In the movie, yeah, yeah. But the game is completely different, and that's rare these days. Normally, you know what I mean? They partner thing and they go hand by hand. Normally, these Resident Evils are about the Umbrella Corporation, at least I thought they were, and Alice. I'm not like a great lover of the franchise. Like, I've played the last, and gamers are going to come after me because I, I because I don't know, because it's one of the most famous franchises, and I don't know a whole lot about it, but like the last Resident Evil I played was the Nintendo GameCube one where you were stuck on the train. Like That, that was the last Resident Evil I played. It was over a decade ago, I think. And so I picked that up, and here's the thing. I had to turn the lights on. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> dude, I did. Scared oh my her. god! Like people were, were saying, like, dude, it's like it's intense. It pulls you in, and it's uh, you know that's their whole thing. The whole franchise thing is that they're you know they're horror based, and it was it was like very good job for a video game as far as like getting your nerves up. Okay. They did a good job with it. So you're sitting in your living room, scared, yeah. um, from a video game. Yeah. It's um, happened, dude. Uh, oh, be, when the first when the first Xbox was out, that Doom game on that, I did. I got up at like three o'clock in the morning one night and I turned the lights on in the living room. I was like, I was terrified. Do you consider video games to be art? Yeah, I think they have to be these days because how well they're made. Like I, I will say, Sunday night when we were walking out of the WWE, and uh, I took Meg White from uh, from ninety eight one WKDD's morning show, and I was trying to defend my video game playing to her from like the Civic Center to the car. Oh, good luck and, on that! Right, and the entire time I was oh, like, "Look at these wrestling idiots!" <laughs> the entire time I was like, while I was trying to make good points, I mean, in the back of my head was like, "You sound like a moron! You sound yeah. like a moron!" And I, I couldn't do it. And so I said to her, "I finally, I just said, I'm going to give up." I know. I was like, "I'm done. Let's talk." about something else like it is but are they arts yes man they're days and i mean i think on multiple levels obviously like the visual production value great, but, but but i mean you're looking at like cinematography at a point you're looking at at audio work you're well, looking a lot at things, of them, you know a lot of them can get a-list stars to voice them exactly now, you know and i mean you know the music that there are many movies and right so it's know. a movie you can play uh single player campaign games which are becoming more and more rare and uh but they are they're like movies you can that, that you can really uh take part in and you know what i like about it you know what i realized yesterday you know why they can pull me in more than tv or whatever can now because you know what the one thing you can't do when you're when you're really going to sit down and try to play one of those you can't text it's a, you can't do multiple things right. the controller's in your hand right. you're you're responsible for it like it, otherwise you might as well just put the thing down text or whatever but you can't kind of can't do that when you're watching tv you're watching you're movies right you can you can very easily look at your phone bored you distracted aside, right? and i'm like that i have right. the add like that so you know you do a little post show get your ass planted on the couch put the controller in your hand you're kind of all in on something and it's able to take my mind off of other things am i trying to justify it yes am yeah. i doing a good job of it absolutely not <laughs> it's art man it's art <laughs> art that you can play it is. They did a good uh, Resident Evil Biohazard did a good job of pulling you in. I'm probably doing a bad job of pulling all of you in. <laughs> uh, there was some movement given one of our sports teams. There were a lot of murmurings about this yesterday. I hope that it's actually living nowhere on a real level other than Twitter. And I'll uh, have to ask Fantone about that. He's got more insight into that. We'll find that out next on the Stansberry Show. Stansberry Show on Rock 1069.
Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles. iHeartRadio Music Awards. Get you out of Ohio for a little while. The snow's supposed to be coming, I think even today even. So uh, uh, here in a few hours, we'll get you out of here. Even if it was summertime, dude, get your ass out of Ohio for a little while. It's okay. You know what I kind of hope? I, I, that? Is that the people that win these trips maybe are people who have never been to L.A.? Or never been to a city like that when we send them. Like maybe if you've never, like you've never been to Vegas. Yeah, never have been. To That's Vegas. crazy. I know. I know. That I is know. crazy. I Given know. the fact that my family lives there, and it, it's now we're coming up on three. You know what? Maybe I, I, I'm gonna say this, but. Maybe Clash trip to Vegas? I mean, sure. Dude, yeah, of course. I think little that's a little giveaway there. I think me, it's a great you, idea. two sets, two winners apiece. They each get to bring a friend. Brought to you by the Bud Light, someone, whoever. Someone. Akron Kent Regional Airport. Brought to you by someone. little Clash trip to Vegas there. Yeah, we'll see. You know who I might be able to get on that? You know what happened yesterday? Who's that? Dude, I met somebody in this building yesterday that, that works here that I've never met before. Okay. I just, I happened to see her. I was like, I don't mean to be rude, but who are you? <laughs> you know, she introduced herself to me. And again, I already forget her name, but she's a new salesperson for the radio station. I said, how long have you worked here? Just about three weeks. I said, what? What? And I haven't met you yet? She's like, what? no, yeah, I don't know. She's like, maybe we just haven't been in the same place. I was like, nah, don't I saw you a couple of times? Yeah. And but we're, I, we're not ships in the night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, you can you can be like, oh, you were in this bar at the same night and I didn't meet you? Well, yeah, that happens. Well, I mean, a little bit. It's like, that's the sales department. They should definitely know us. Yeah, the employees of the radio. <laughs> the I mean, there, yeah. everyone should know each other. Yeah. So, uh, who, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, I met a new employee yesterday who I've never met before. I, I was like, I was blown away by that. I, I was, am as well. I haven't met this person either. I mean, and there's two of us, too. So you'd think that between the two of us at some point. Get halfway home there. Inevitably. Here's the good news. Her husband's a fan. Okay. Well, listens, he, he listens uh, every morning. That's good to know. So that is good that to know. That is good to yeah, know. Yeah, I do like knowing that. Listening. Sometimes I forget the people are out there listening, dude. I think it's just me and you drinking coffee, talking crap about everything. Sometimes I remember exactly <laughs> who's listening. And I think this is one of those times where I was like, yeah, but I know exactly who's listening. Hey, boss. So, yeah, 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to L.A. for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. I want to talk to you about this. Oh, by the way. I do have to make mention. If you're okay. shopping around car loans like you and I have been, hit up CSE. They're a credit union, and it's 100% local. I've been with them now the entire time I've been working down here at Rock 106.9. And actually, my credit has been turned around by uh, you know some of the programs they use, right. and I have a fantastic debit card. I'm not paying any like ATM fees. And like I said, the, uh, the loan rate's super competitive, and you can get those at CSEFCU.com or stopping by one of the very four low, uh, very convenient locations they have. Here in the area. It's, uh, like I said, 100% local, not going to change. CSEFCU.com. All right, I need to ask you about this New York Knicks and Ke- uh, Kevin Love trade for okay. Carmelo. Okay. And we hit on this a little bit yesterday in the program, and I kind of felt like the only place this was living really was on Twitter, and I was kind of hoping that. Um, I, I'm not I'm not a like a mellow hater, but I, I, I don't think he would be the right fit for here. And uh, apparently the Knicks tried, but the Cavs were like, uh-uh, we like Kevin Love. Is that true? We- um, as far as I know, I mean, obviously I wasn't you know, privy to any inside information. I'm not Scott from waiting for next year. I don't know anything that the, the general public doesn't. But if you're asking me what do I think about this and, and, and kind of where my head is, um, I, Cavs obviously made the right decision when it comes to Kevin Love for Carmelo Anthony. I mean, if you're just looking at, 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 at apples-to-apples comparisons of the guys, I mean, Kevin Love, considerably younger, considerably less mileage, and 
considerably less baggage that comes along with being a 33-year-old superstar who never really made it. And that's what Carmelo Anthony is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the guy's not a great basketball player. I'm not saying anything. Even, But he, he, he never made it to the level that he was supposed to, in his mind, make it to. All right. I got two things I want to ask you there. First, I saw this tweet last night, and I don't know if it's true or not, so maybe you will. But somebody tweeted out last night that Kevin Love in his last year in Minnesota was a better player than Carmelo has been in the last five years. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at, and you have to remember what Kevin Love was in Minnesota versus what he is in Cleveland, and that's and that's another important aspect to to look at is that you know Kevin Love has already gone through the transformation of being that number one guy in Minnesota to being essentially the number three guy, and, and not a role player, but a role superstar in 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 that sense. And a, 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 yeah, it's a new time. Know. There's 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 new definitions of players now. So so with that kind of being, you know, he's already done that. You're asking a guy who, like I said, is 33 years. Old, I think Carmelo Anthony, if not, I mean, he's like my age, so uh, 33 years old um, and and been so used to being the guy that everything was built around throughout sure. his career, and you're asking him to totally change the way that he's going to play basketball? Like, you're asking him to 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 come into this role and, and do what Kevin Love, it took him almost two, two plus years to do, you're going to ask him to do that by June, by the time we get to the NBA Finals? Not, that's not realistic. Come on. Come on. All right, the other, crazy. The other thing I heard yesterday, and this would not be true here because of the team we have, but the other sentiment I heard on Melo yesterday was, you could never win a championship with Carmelo being your star. Like, he can't be the guy. Well, I don't know if you never could, but at this point, like I said, thirty getting harder to do. Thirty three years old, and he hasn't done it yet. So I don't know what That's I don't I, I don't know what we can we you know we can't we can't look back and say well he did it here and he did it here he hasn't done it so it's it's a, a somewhat valid point. <sighs> so what? Here's the thing: given the money, because they can't really afford anyone. Anybody like you can't afford a star. So like, what is going to be the move? Well, I mean, there's definitely trade options available, and it just depends on what their priorities are at this point. If you have somebody that who's going to, you know, you got a month left before the trade deadline, but if you have somebody who is willing to come in for league minimum, if somebody's coming in for that veterans, you know, exemption, then you can, you know, bring somebody in. But that's going to have to be somebody who's willing to take that pay cut for an opportunity to win a ring. There will be somebody like that. There's trade options. I mean, you know. People have talked about about uh, whether Shump is somebody that would be you know considered in a trade, and it just depends. How do you feel about that? It just depends on what you're getting back. Like it's 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 it's. it's But he's not a he's not a don't ever move him player for you. No, no, I don't think anybody is really outside of I mean LeBron, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kevin Love at this point. So those three. Tristan, Tristan uh, on the it, fringe there, right? It depends on what I'm getting back on it. Depends on what I'm getting back on it. I saw people crapping on Tristan Thompson and and all oh, Khloe Kardashians. You know, it, it's all coming. The curse, the truth, or it's all coming true now. Not true for Tristan Thompson. The Cavs are in a slump right now, and if you want to blame that on Khloe Kardashian, be my guest. Steven, I'm not gonna. And I uh, wanted to guess. early on. I did. I wanted to be one of those people. But I'll tell you what. And my knowledge of the NBA is limited. But it seems to me. And I could be way wrong here, and, and I'll admit that. But it seems to me like, you know what I think this team's missing more than they thought they would right now? is J.R. Smith. I really oh, yeah. do. JR's kind of like an emotional lift a little bit. He plays good defense. He can hit the three when you need it. I think this team's really missing J.R. Smith more than more than anybody thought. And when that injury first happened, we were like, ah, a couple of weeks or whatever. And then we found out it was worse than we thought and it was going to be longer than we thought. And then we even said, ah, well, we're going to kind of dance out of the East. We'll be all right. But given right now, I think that's some of the frustration is that uh, do JR can take some of the load off of, of other guys. He can. 
Cavaliers have lost six of their last eight games, which is a, a crappy place to be, but they are still far ahead in the Do you the know East. how long it's been since that's happened? I, I'm just uh, going to keep It's I, been a little while, though, right? <laughs> I'm sure in the LeBron-less years, there was plenty of times they lost uh, six of their last eight. Uh, um, I bet a lot, yeah. Yeah, you know, but it, it, at this point, they're still first in the East, and this isn't going to last forever. Yeah, that's the thing. Like They haven't lost any ground in the slide, right? Because Toronto's lost a bunch of games in a row. And- right, so it's not like, I mean, I, I think they've lost a couple of games, but they have and it's it, it, considering how bad you've played recently, it's not nearly as bad as it could be. Wow. You're not you're not fighting from behind at this point. Let me ask you this, and I have to do it sort of quickly, but I okay. heard this yesterday, and again, you just know a lot about the NBA, so I'm interested to get your opinion. But uh, I, I heard somebody say yesterday that they feel like the LeBron's anger right now actually exposes not problems with the Cavs, but problems with the NBA. And that this converging of stars on these super teams now is... It's showing that honestly, like the NBA really doesn't matter till June. Like it just doesn't matter. And is that good for the league? Now they say yes because now when the finals come, people want to watch it because it's super team versus super team. It is like DC versus Marvel there a little bit. So, so th- that's entertaining. But throughout the rest of the year, and I will go back and I'll say, I think there might, they, there might be something to that. And I said this earlier a couple of weeks ago on the program, people beat me up for it. But I think what you might see in the, in the long run is you will see less teams in these leagues and they're going to be in premier cities only. I think you may see it. I think there's a possibility of that. And you have to, you, you got to think like we're lucky because we have one of the super teams. We have one of the competitors right now. So it's very easy. But to if you like, won from awesome. here, be like, dude, it's awesome. It's right. so great to have a super team. Like you didn't draft LeBron James and like he was from Los Angeles or whatever. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a different circumstance. If you're a Timberwolves fan though, if you're a Bucks fan, and if you're, you know, it's got to be. A, I'd go while you can. It's got to, it's got to be a crappy place to be. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I like the idea of only having ten teams. I don't. I'm not saying just, I like we it. Just play tournaments to see who the who the champion is. I'm but. not saying I like it, but I know the world. I know evolution. I know how it kind of works, and I know how money kind of works. And I, I don't. Is, is it going to be tomorrow, next year, five years? No, but I think you're going to see the reduction in teams in premier cities only dominating but, sports. But these teams in these leagues and these games exist for a reason, and that's because people are making money off of them. So I have a hard time seeing the Milwaukee's Bucks owner for whatever reason. My point is I think especially in the NBA, the power is shifting dramatically. And I think you're seeing like they use Kevin Durant when they talk about this all the time. One of the reasons why he left is because you moved the team from Seattle to Oklahoma City. And where did he want to go? San Francisco, outside of Oakland, where there's where there's life, there's stuff going on. He's six eight, and you know what I mean. Like I think there might be something to that theory. I really do. And so I think, especially in the NBA, where it's a, I mean, the players have the power. It's not like the NFL. Like the NBA is different, and so I wonder if you're not going to see that. And I would hate it. I, I because I don't know if Oklahoma City needs a team, but I know Cleveland does. You know what I mean? Like I, I definitely want. I, I want to keep the Cavs. Retire eventually, right? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, right, exactly. And so I, I want to, you know, I want to keep the Cavaliers. I'm not rooting for this, but I think you may see it. I think more more than, and I know we're we're up against it, but I think more than raging against the, the Cavaliers or raging really against the NBA right now, I think maybe LeBron is raging against Father Time, and he feels the inevitability of hey that it's coming. You know. What I mean, like eventually I am going to lose a step and eventually I am going to get older and every day is a step closer to that. You know what? That's actually a great point. And it, uh, it, it actually, I'll use this as a tease for 845. There's an NFL player, former NFL player who I feel like is feeling the same exact thing and he's doing something. And I think it's indicative of a major change in his life. We'll give you that at 845.
Um, I got lucky enough to get sent something by a label this morning that I actually like. Most of the times they send CDs and stuff, I just throw it overboard. But I got the new CD from a band I loved called Big Wreck. Now, they're one of those bands that they were a one-hit wonder back in the day, but I like all their stuff, but they were like a one-hit wonder. And they had a song, it was on radio constantly when it was released, it was called The Oaf. And it's awesome. And I know you guys like when I do this a little bit. So what I'm going to do is hope that my boss is maybe listening to his own radio station and not, and not us. But I'm going to I'm going to play a little big wreck next on Rock 106.9. Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online WRQK.com. Sending you out to L.A. for the iHeartRadio Music Awards 9 o'clock. You just heard The Oath by Big Wreck there. And I was kind of celebrating as uh, Big Wreck sent me their new album. And so I was like, oh, man, the song right there. And I'll go back and play one of my favorite songs from way back in the day. I think 97 is when that song came out off the album In Loving Memory, which everybody should own a copy of that. It's so damn good. Uh, actually, Blown Wide Open is probably my favorite song off of In Loving Memory. It's a great album. And I've always loved Big Wreck. Now, they may sound, for those of you that have never heard that, he may sound a little familiar to you. And that's because Big Wreck's lead singer is Ian Thornley from the band Thornley. Big Wreck kind of came before that. But I, uh, I loved them in the 90s when I was in high school and all that stuff. I loved that band. Uh, so I decided to play you one of my favorites there. I thought I'd get in trouble for my boss. Nope. Turns out I'm in trouble with Big Rex management. I, uh, I opened the package this morning and I just posted on Instagram. I was like, dude, I love when the label sends me stuff I like. I love that. Right? I get sent a million CDs, but I love when they send me stuff I like. And their management reached out to me on Instagram. First, he liked the photo, which I thought was strange. And then he like wrote a comment. He's like, please don't post photos of the, you know, the album to the third. Okay, so I I didn't know, so I you know respectfully I took the post down or whatever. I just thought it was strange to like it and then tell me not to do it. But I think it's strange. Why wouldn't I would post a picture of the, the album? It's not like yeah, I, I the mean the, the, the cover art's nothing to be. I don't know, whatever. I mean, you know, labels are weird. I've I've been sent cease and desist a million times. Trent Reznor threatened to sue us. A mil- you know, what I mean, I, dude, they're just weird people. You can probably get the album online and listen to it. It wouldn't that be the more but right, yeah, like the actual music. So I get asked this question a lot while I'm out and about. How do you guys put the show together? Like how like how does it come together? And one of the ways, and actually the way we do it, is we just kind of pay attention to what's happening in the world, and we send each other stuff, you know, all day, kind of like, hey, man, maybe keep your eye on this. This might work, or maybe this one will work. And we both kind of like throw things back and forth to one another. And then, you know, towards the end of the night, I'll put a rundown down, you know, on paper, and we'll come in, we'll do it. Okay, so uh, Fantone is responsible for a lot of the stuff that you hear, you know, uh, on the program. He's, uh, you know, it does a good job of finding stuff and kind of like sending it to me and putting it in front of my eyes. And sometimes I know what he's doing and sometimes I don't. And okay. this time I know exactly what he's doing. And he sent me so he has no idea what we're about to do no, right now, no, no, by the no, way. No, he has no this clue. One blind. Um and uh but but I feel like this is one of those moments where he sent me something yesterday that is definitely a good subject for the program, but it was a little thorn in the side of I'm better than you. Okay. I'm better than you, Stansbury, and this scientific <laughs> study proves it. All right. And again, he doesn't know what we're getting into here. But this is one of those moments. We're very similar, and a lot of times when they have like a morning show consultant sit down with us, the one thing they say is, you guys kind of need to separate yourself a little bit. And this is an area where you and I are very, very different. Now, I'm going to say different, but you sent me this because you're trying to say better, and I know it. <laughs> the thing I'll say about that is, and, and, and maybe the reason sometimes we do get on the same points because we're both common sense people. Right. We both try to be correct about things. So at the end of the day, you know. And you can't just be on one side just to be inflammatory anymore. Well, it's, not, it's not the posh way to do it. I, I don't even know if it's the right way to do it anymore. I think people can smell through BS nowadays, and radio shows that do the, no, okay, I'm going to, I'm 
going to pretend like I'm really that passionate about something. People know that's fake. And like, I'll play devil's advocate on this show. And I feel like that's often my responsibility, but we don't BS you. And that's, I think, why sometimes yeah, we're on sometimes the same page. You'll hear one of us say, well, what about the argument of. Right, right. Right. And, right. and that's how we'll do it. Uh, it's also uh, the restriction you have with only two people versus like three, four, five, or whatever. Right. But there's a scientific study come out, and I don't know if I buy it or not. Science? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, they kind of get into that, and they and it's a little bit of self-reporting here, but they say here, and this is, again, I know you sent me this to, to imply that you're better than me. Okay. But they say here that they know the key to happiness now. Okay. And the key to happiness, it's not money, it's not material possessions, it's not even love. Think about that. It's not even love. It's not even that thing that they try to pull on your heartstrings, especially here in a month, that they, you know what I mean, that right. they try to do. A partner. It's not even that. Holding hands. You know what it is? What is it? It's being naked. Being naked. It's just spending time naked. Yeah. The more time you spend naked, the happier you are. Now, this is where you and I differ. You will legitimately go home, strip down, and sit ass cheek naked on your own couch, which I have leather, so I can't do. But but you are apparently are just a naked loafer. Um, I'm I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a oh my gosh I have to put clothes on person like it, it, I think that's a bit much to be like every day I'm just walking home stripping down butt booty naked and just uh, just plopping it down on the couch. You but allow like, me to sell the lies that after, I want. Like like after a shower, like I'm in no rush to go put clothes on. You'll towel off. I'll towel off. I'll throw the towel down on the couch and I'll sit there and watch TV. Girlfriends, Ew. girlfriends towel on the couch. Girlfriends not going to be home for a while. Like you know that it's 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 it's. Me by myself, I have no problem being naked. Give me the over under of how many times a week she comes home from work and finds you naked on the couch. I'm almost always because I'll I'll shower before like before she gets home. I'll give myself enough time. Really, so like, I, I would normally think you shower 45 minutes after she got home, no, but that's you, just me. Usually like a three o'clock shower, and by the time she gets home, no, I'm clothed because I start cooking dinner and I start doing stuff and I start. But like when it comes to just being like an after sex, I'm in no rush to put on clothes whatsoever. Slept naked last night, didn't even have sex. Okay, I see. I, 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 sleeping naked is one of those things I attempt a lot, right. and then midway through I give up. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, dude I, I white flag it in like midway through because it just doesn't feel right, and I can never just lay around my apartment naked like in the middle of the day. It feels unprepared to me. Like if like what if the doorbell and like now or like something happens now I got dude I got all this time I mean it feels unprepared to me I mean you got to wait a minute while I go grab a pair of basketball shorts off the floor and throw a t shirt on and then I'll come answer my door and be like hello but they but <laughs> they say here they say that uh, that that one of the reasons why you're happier and this make this part does make sense is that the more you see your body naked the more you you become okay with it. Mm-hmm. And which makes all the sense in the world. If you think about it, I know what most people are thinking. I see myself naked all the time. But do you? Like, think about, like, add up all the moments of your life per, per week that you actually see yourself naked. And what amount of time is that? I bet it's under a half hour. And I bet you most people aren't really looking at their bodies. Nope. Yes, they're naked, but they're avoiding mirrors for sure. You're not looking at yourself in a mirror naked. I think a lot yeah, of people showering have a naked doing that. isn't exactly like examining. You know what I mean? Like you can look down, but you can't take it all in. But even then, you're not looking at yourself. You're looking at the other part. Of what else is in the eyes shower? closed? And, even right, in the shower, eyes closed a lot. and right. And you know, I don't know if it's necessarily it's looking at your body more naked is going to make it okay with you. Or if you're okay with your body, therefore you feel like you can be naked more. But I really do think it, it, it's, it's a self-esteem thing that we're talking about here, which correlates with happiness. You feel better about yourself. You feel better about your body. And it's you like feel, weight loss. Right. And you feel New clothes. happier right. regardless of your, of your money, regardless of your relationship status, regardless of what else is going on in your life. At least you 
think I'm okay. Now the now the scientists themselves does say he's like we need a wider range of uh, of people in the study before we it. you know before we totally figure this out. It's not right now. You won't. And uh, I'm not like a I'm not like a an exhibitionist by any stretch. I'm not like oh dude I'm gonna walk around naked and I hope somebody sees me from the window and I'm not like bang out in public. Dude. Nude beach? Yes or no? Um, if I was when in Rome, you know I would do it. I mean there's no there's no doubt about that. When I don't Rome, think I, I, I would. would. If I everyone don't... else. I don't think I would nude beach it. No? I don't know. No? I, and I mean, dude, you walk out there and there's literally thousands of other people. You'd be lost in the crowd. Nobody's like, oh, it's Stansberry standing there naked by himself. That would suck. That'd be terrible. I wouldn't want to do that. But if it was like, dude, you go to a nude beach and we're talking a thousand people naked and you're the only one in clothes. You're not sure. Yeah, but out? the problem is, is you're making sense. And I know you're right, but that's not the way the human brain works. The human brain works is like, yeah, but they're all looking at me. Like, that's how the brain's going to work, I think. And then the penis is going to feel that way. <laughs> and he's going to be like, I don't know if I can do it, man. Might be time to swim. Get this <laughs> All right. I, uh, I have a story here that I hope is not real. I read it yesterday. I read it again this morning. And I hope that this is fake. I hope that this is people making this up. But I'm being told that it's not. And honestly, it's kind of sad me a little bit. We'll pass it on to you next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. This Saturday, 28th, at the Civic Center. Can Charge taking on the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. That's the Indiana Pacers uh, affiliate there. 7 p.m. tip-off. You're getting charged socks to the first 2,500 people of the thing. Dude, I'm wearing my Cavs socks actually today, right now. I kind of want a pair of Charge socks. Yeah, I need to make that happen. Saturday night, Civic Center is the place. Oh, listen to this. You're getting player autographs after the game, too. Nice, dude. Nice. Nice. You're getting to that point. A lot of these dudes are going to start getting that call up, and uh, it's a uh, it's a good time to go see some of the best and brightest talents in the NBA D-League. Yeah. This Saturday, the 28th, Civic Center, Fort Wayne, Mad Ants in town. Like I said, you're getting player autographs after the game. You're getting charged socks with the first 2,500 people going through the door, and uh, tickets are on sale. You can pick them up. Cantoncharge.com, but we have a four pack to give you just a few minutes from right now. Yeah, Chris Evans had a huge game yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they actually charge beat the Red Claws yesterday, which uh, is the number one team in the NBA D League right now. So they're surging at the right time after the little All Star break that they had. And uh, yeah, hashtag charge up, baby. So we'll give you those uh, four packs here in just a few minutes. So I read a story yesterday, and I was kind of hoping that it was fake. Because of where I saw it. Okay. I only saw it at rawstory.com. is the only place I've really seen it. Okay. And so I was kind of hoping this was fake. And a few people, you know, uh, you know, stuff's all over the internet now. So a lot of people like to, you know, get stuff. And they send it to me like, yo, man, have you seen this? Have you seen this? I want your opinion on this. You well, know? And obviously now more than ever, you do have to look at things with a, a skeptical eye. I think For both sure. sides. And maybe I mean, just- CNN didn't. I mean, didn't they find out like over the weekend like three things were wrong or something like that? I mean, I, and it happens. I'm not, I'm not like saying anything. I'm just saying it happens. I, I don't. I, you keep saying this thing about. CNN over the weekend. I don't know. I, I haven't heard what you're talking about, but I, I, I again, I didn't do the investigating, so I'm not saying it did happen. I just heard from multiple people that apparently there were three things posted on CNN that were 100% false. But now, I didn't I didn't look into it yet. A healthy skepticism of anything is 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 good. You should you should look at things with a critical. So eye. I don't know that this happened, and I guess part of it is also that I'm hoping that it didn't. But could I see it happening? Yes. And this is all about Donald Trump becoming president and somebody feeling like now that they can act differently than they were before because he's taken the White House. Okay. Now, I hope that this isn't real, but if it is, honestly, I I, I don't like what it says about us. But a Pennsylvania restaurant owner... 
apparently threw a college basketball player out of his restaurant. The restaurant's called Just Wing It. Now that, I don't know for sure, but it's outside of Philadelphia, I believe, is where this is. And it's called Just Wing It. So my guess is you're selling chicken wings, right? Correct. Okay. And it sounds delicious, too. Yeah, it does. That was the place I would go. But Ricky Lee Bug Jr. is the player. Says he was in the restaurant around 1.30 in the morning. And they said they were sitting there quietly watching television. And he claims here, allegedly, that the owner told him to leave. But in pretty dramatic fashion, not like, hey, man, it's one thirty. We kind of want to get closed up. Are you guys mind, you know, finishing up so we can get out of here? Not like that. He says here now, according to Ricky Lee Bug Jr. says the owner said to him, I own three restaurants. I don't need you enters money. So Bug asks the waitress for their money back. She agrees. This is all according to him, by the way. She agrees, refunds them their money. But while they were trying to walk out, apparently the owner of this restaurant confronted them again. Now, he admits, the student does, that he flipped some chairs in frustration at that point. And he even says, like, look, thinking better on it, I probably shouldn't have done it. But in the situation, that's how the emotion got the better of him. He flipped some chairs over. And you know what? I'm not necessarily going to take him to task for that. The owner, however, says apparently now is justifying his behavior. He said to the kid, Trump's president now, so I get to say what I want, the owner said. You enters need to get out, according to Ricky Lee Buck Jr. So they leave, found a few of their friends, and then went back to the restaurant which seems strange to me. That seems like you're gearing up and then heading back. But then the owner had already called the cops on them. And according to Bug, Ricky Lee Bug, the, the student here, according to him, allegedly the cops told him that the that the owner of this restaurant's known for this activity. Like this is this, this happens. As of right now, the police are continuing to investigate the incident. And uh, as of right now, the owner of the restaurant has declined all like the newspapers and news, like you know, uh, you know, interview requests and the like. So I don't know if this happened or not. But the problem is, is I could totally see it happening. I could totally see it. I don't know that it did. I know there's, I know that there's money and there's fame and stuff, and now in faking stories. Now I'm not saying that's what happened, but I need to look at everything with a cautious eye these days. But if that happened, that's terrible. It's awful. And I have said, and I will remain to say, that I don't think that just because some of you voted for Donald Trump that that automatically makes you a racist. I don't buy that. I know there are people out there that believe that. I'm not one of them. I disagree with a lot of what his politics are and this and that, but I don't think it makes you automatically racist if you support him. I don't think it makes you automatically sexist. I don't think, I don't think agreeing with some politics makes you automatically anything. That's my opinion, Okay. But I will say, having said that, that there does seem to be a pocket of people who feel the Trump win is a race win. There's a pocket of people. You can feel it. I'm not going to say the majority. I'm not going to say it's taking over the party. It's ruining this. But there's definitely a pocket of people that feel it as a racial win that Donald Trump won.
which I don't understand. I don't understand that because am I the first person that's going to sit down and tell you that Hillary Clinton was a white person? But it does feel like a racial exhale for some people, this Donald Trump thing, right? Wasn't Hillary Clinton looked at as a champion of minorities, though? You know what I mean? Like, wasn't she looked at as a... Furthering causes. Furthering causes, right. probably. Furthering causes that aren't mine. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, so, so that probably is why. But there does feel like a racial exhale for some people with this, which I am uncomfortable with. I am. I'm a little uncomfortable with it. Because I don't think it's the right way to be. I um I, I, I obviously there's going to be fringe elements of any group and they're going to take things as they choose to take them. So if if white supremacists decide like, hey Trump, dude, that's our calling, and and I don't I can't necessarily put that all on the you know you like you said you can't put that on everyone. Um, but you know I, I think it's often called of like. Well, hey, Muslims have to speak out against, you know, radical Islamic terrorists and 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 black people need to start, you know, reporting more crimes and, and the Trump's people need to call stuff like this out. Right. I'm with right. you on that. Right. So, I mean, let's like, be consistent. Right. If you're going to if you're going to have those views, if you're going to make those statements, I've said it a thousand times about Black Lives Matter. I believe that that cause came out of something very good hearted. But through I know how anything happens. It can get distorted. And so I've been, I have said, I was like, I want strong, legitimate leaders from that cause to demonize things that are happening. And so, you know what? You're absolutely right. Be consistent. So I need, you're right. I need some Trump supporters to be out there and be loud and be vocal and talk about and show us the better side of you. That's the only way you're going to dispel how people feel about you is by, is by championing the voices of people who should be heard inside of your own party. I know it's harder and harder to do these days. And look, I will say, I don't know that this story's real. And I know that this stuff happens. It hits the news. And then three days later, we find out it's not real. And then the, 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 then the media doesn't care about telling you it didn't really happen. They just like telling you that it happened. That totally happens, America. I will give you that. Okay? But that's also, it's not just the media. It's us, too. Once you feed on the bones of a story, you don't care about the resolution or anything. You just want to feed on the bones of it. But I hope that this did not happen. Because it's disgusting. I don't like it. And as a guy who's kind of said, do you let business owners kind of run the business the way they want and let the, you know, let the market bear who stays open and who doesn't, which I kind of, I do. I, I maintain that that's probably the best way to go, but there's a difference between that and just flat out using racial slurs, get out of here. Like there's a difference. I know I'm trying to make a distinction, but I believe there is one, but this is terrible. It is. It's bad. And again, I don't know for sure that it happened, but I read it yesterday and people kept sending it to me going, well, how do you feel about this? What, you know, what, what's your take? Well, that's my take. Like, it's not good. And, and I, I am made uncomfortable by, like I said, what I'm calling the racial exhale by some, a portion of Trump supporters. I know I got to take out the highlighter and like underline it 16 times before people, you know, fire up the I'm offended I'm a snowflake part-time tube machine and start sending me your hate mail. I hope that's not real. I really do. That's not good. I'm a single man. I'm calling it ultra single these days. I've been kind of kicking it around with a young ultra woman. I, uh, but I, I, I am, uh, I've been kind of kicking it around with a young woman, but that's not going to come to fruition to anything serious. We both kind of knew that going in. And uh, I think a lot of you are kind of in that uh, that space, obviously, as Tinder and POF are all over the news. You know what I mean? Everybody's using this stuff now. And apparently, there are hobbies that you can take part in that will make you more attractive to the opposite sex. We'll give you that next on The Stansbury Show. 106.9. 
Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. A trip to L.A. for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Up for grabs, 9 a.m. That's when you'll get your first keyword for that. 9 a.m. You get treated like a VIP, too, dude. Yeah, a couple of people who have won trips yeah. from us have hit me up. They're like, man, that's amazing. You wouldn't believe how uh, how well they take care of you. And I said, no, you're right. I wouldn't. Not a clue. I would have no idea what that was like when they take really good care of you. I would have zero clue of that. Online at WRQK.com right now also is like this video that's gone viral around the world where this little girl is like impersonating Axl Rose on one of those like my little kid has more talent than your little kid shows, like one of those type shows. And she does. She nails Axl Rose. That's online for you at WRQK.com. I've also tweeted it out at Sansbury Shows how you get your hands on that. So I read one of these stupid online articles that tries to tell you how to become more interesting to the opposite sex. And if you really read this stuff, it's always like, well, duh. It's always like that kind of mentality. It's well, duh to you, though, dude. You know what I mean? There's dudes out there who struggle. I think you often look through your perspective of like, yeah, I can talk to women. You you can't. Well, no, but it's like some stuff's common sense, though, right? You'd think. Like, maybe, maybe let me give you an example of what I'm talking about, all right? So it's this, you know relationships.femalefirst.com or whatever. Okay. And so I was like, oh my God, let's see. This. Let's let's read this. And so like these are the hobbies that you can have to where you'll be you know, attractive to the opposite sex. Now, here's what I will say is that if you're interested, you will automatically be more interesting. Like that's for sure. The more things you're into, the more things, the the more interesting you will be to somebody else. Certainly, I um, I, I've heard the theory before of like you know people are often like, well, why am I alone and why am I you know not able to find anyone? And it's well, right, routine, right? right. And, and 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 you kind of have to break that to. Uh, We're gonna put a pin in that because I actually because I I, I want to examine that here in a minute. But here's here's why I think a lot of these articles are kind of BS because you know what's at the bo- now. Granted, it's at the bottom of the list of hobbies. But you know what it is? What is that? Music. Being into music will make you more interesting to the opposite sex. Have you ever met the person, ever, who has said, yeah, music, not into it. I don't like it. Not my thing. I don't like it. Some of you are more passionate than others. Yeah. You've never met the person who doesn't like it. But there's plenty of people who are passive about it and who haven't gone to a concert in 10 years plus. I think that's what they're trying to say is, well, if you're a passionate music fan or maybe if you become a little bit more active in the music that you feel like, hey, if I went to this concert, if I went to this bar, if I went to this karaoke night, maybe you'd, you know, you'd be out there a little bit more. They also say that learning, the more information you soak up, you can talk for hours with, uh, with somebody from the opposite sex about multiple subjects. And yes, like I, I said, the more more interested you are, the right. more interesting you will become. Right. Pets is another one of your hobbies that will attract you to the opposite sex. Well, yeah, we all know that. Like, is this new information to somebody? Uh, to people, yes, dude. I, Shut I, up. I really, I really do think you're looking at this from the perspective of a guy who gets laid on a regular basis. I think there's plenty of dudes out there right now, and I think you know plenty of dudes out there right now who haven't had sex in, in the past five years, and before that, they had had sex once in the past ten years with their ex-wife. And, dude, it, 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 yeah, you can, you can think, like I said, you're a dude who can talk to women. There's plenty of guys out there, plenty of people out there who don't have that. Here's the thing, and I'm not overstating this. This is not hyperbole. But if I didn't have that, I would have committed a suicide years ago. Gone. See ya. 
think it's very dumb. Dude, women are the only reason for a man to wake up in the morning. That's it. I mean, but that's think, it. Right. But think, think about how many dudes out there right now just have been on a drought for the past 10 years of their life. Not self-imposed. Not because they, you know, they're the... They, yeah, every no. once in a while, I got to put your penis on the bench. Well, you yeah. have to. Yeah. There's dudes out there who would punch you in the face for saying something like that, that you have to put your penis on the bench. Their penis hasn't been in the game in, 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 in since, you know, since 1988. Like, there's plenty of dudes out there struggling right now. All right, all right, all right. If you're just joining us, we're, I, I read this article about how these hobbies will make you more interesting than the opposite sex. Now, a few of these do kind of make sense. And I've talked about this on the program before. Cooking is an interest or a hobby that you can have that women will find attractive. Women will find that attractive. I have always, I've always said, when a woman's come over my house and I've made her dinner, sex has gone down. Like that's, it's just one of those things. I don't know why, but women love that. I think it's because it's a little bit of, oh my God, I may not have to do that every day for the rest of my life. Oh, for sure. I mean, anything you do something, you know, domesticated, women's natural response will kick in of like, oh my God, he's vacuuming. Oh my God, he's holding a baby. Oh my God, he's cooking dinner. Those are, those are all things. I was going to say, I bet if guy, I bet if more women came home and found their husbands vacuuming the living room, a guy would get laid more. I guarantee it. Here's the thing I'm going to say about that is that if you're one of those guys out there who's looking to attract the opposite sex, not that you're not doing your chores with your wife, but if you're like a single dude, how do you not know how to cook? How do you not know how to do laundry? How do you not know how to clean your house? I got vacuum, idiot. What are you doing? I got 10 friends, at least, that if their girls walked out of them today, they'd be lost because (sighs) they just, and because it's a little old world of, well, she handles that. And I've always said, like, look, while I'm dating a woman, she's living here, she may handle that. But I need to know that way she can't walk around with that superior attitude like I'd be lost without her. You you gotta know how to do stuff so you can keep your bitch in check. Like, you gotta, like, dude, otherwise they will run wild. Dude, women will run wild, dude. And and, and inevitably, like, she's gonna leave you. She doesn't listen. For She's been banging some other dude Dude, for the the past four years. The neighbor's penis is two inches bigger. Joe, she's gone. So what are you going to do when she takes half of the money, half of the house, and and all of your ability to do things? Like... Now, exercise is another one of these. And again, yes, you may meet somebody like-minded if you're at the gym all the time, same to, you know what I mean, together. And I think more than you're going to meet somebody like-minded, I think that's going to build into your self-esteem. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll be more attractive to other people. Now, one of these hobbies that they claim will make you um, interesting to the opposite sex, I actually, is one of those things that I wish I did. Okay. That it is a hobby I wish I had and that I wish I knew more about. And I've always been interested in, and I've never really known enough people to get me to the foray of it. My one friend, Alex, could probably help me out. She's really good at it. But they say photography is one of those hobbies that you can be into. And I actually wish I was into that more. Like, I wish I could get a really good camera, take some really nice, like, architecture is very interesting to me, especially here. Canton's got great buildings. Yeah, it does. Like, downtown's, dude, there's great churches, and I would like to get into photography and take a bunch of old black and white photos, kind of do that thing, and maybe hang my own art in my house. I would really like that. And if, I don't know if Stark State does it, but if there's like a, hey, you're old and your life's almost over, remedial, like, photography course, I want in. You probably go to the library and get it for free, you know? know what I mean? I'm sure they do stuff like that. I don't know. Photography has never been something that's like tickled my fancy, but yeah, sure. I mean, I, I love it. It's, I, it's something I would totally be into. These are hobbies that will make you interesting to the opposite sex, you know, outdoor hobbies that, you know, I could see that. Absolutely. But here's the number one. Here's the number one hobby that will make you interesting. And this is obviously true, but the problem with these articles is that they give you this information. Like you're just supposed to be go, well, yeah, I can easily do that. Traveling is the number one hobby. Of course, the more places you've been, the more things you've seen, the more interesting of a person you are. What do I always say about this country? There are cities that every American should have to see. 
New Orleans, Las Vegas, New York, Los Angeles, and I'm going to throw Las Vegas in there. Those are musts. If you live in this country and you haven't been there, I I urge you to do it. I'm not going to say you haven't lived a life or any of that kind of stuff. I'm not going to look down my nose at you, but those are places every human being should see. They're just like kind of like the lifeblood of where we live. I know I'm kind of getting on the outskirts there with New Orleans, but you know I've been there a couple of times. I, I fell in love with it. It's a cool city. So... I think traveling is one of those things, absolutely. But most people don't have the money to travel. And the resources available to them. I mean, it's time, it's effort, it's energy. There's a lot. Um, Yeah, I mean, diversifying yourself and getting out there and having a different perspective on things is is certainly going to help you be more interesting. But you're right. I mean, that's asking people to travel. Like, hey, if you just get out there and and go to France. Like, Like people always, they always post that. There's always some girl with sunflowers in her hair in a field and the the sun's just going down. And they're like, you know, life experience is better than material possessions. Yeah, but the problem is, is I can afford a $500 TV from Target. I can't afford to go to Paris tomorrow. Like yeah, the, and I mean, I can, I can, I can afford to live inside where, like, it's hey, you're you're traveling from hostel to hostel over in Amsterdam, and it's like, yeah, hey, cool stories, but there comes to be a point where responsibility is a thing, so it's a balancing act there. You know, you can't just be, you can't just be wandering all over the over the planet. It makes I will, you homeless person. I like traveling. I will tell you that is kind of on my bucket list to keep doing more of it. I like moving around. I like seeing things, and photography would definitely be a hobby. I would be, actually be interested in. I'd like to get a decent camera and try to get in and figure out how to do. It. I would love that. I would absolutely, I could spend all day going out because you know what photography, you know what it is? It's a lot like golf. You know what it is? I can do it by myself without other people talking to me. And, and, and all these, in all these hobbies, I mean, do you feel like any hobby, as long as you're doing it and you're active and you're showing some interest in it would work in this sense? Or is it like there's some, some hobbies that are going to work better than others? Cause like video games, I would want to be like, Oh, Hey, if you did this, maybe, but no video games isn't going to help you find love sports or sports going to help you find love or gonna, they say watching sports will wa- help you watching sports. I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's phoning it in. I feel like that's yeah. phoning part of this article in. I, I do. Know. I really do. I don't know. I, I don't see that. But yes, of course, being more interested in more things makes you more interesting. At the end of the day, I think a good way that you can evaluate your life, not only how interesting it is, but what you're really doing with your life, and I've heard this, is like imagine somebody watched your life on a security camera where there was no audio, nobody could tell what you were thinking, nobody could tell what you were saying, all they could see is what you're doing. And a vast majority of people, all you're doing is sitting there. You're just sitting there watching TV, okay. you're just sitting there at your desk, you're just sitting there. and you, I don't know what you're saying, I don't know what you're thinking, I just see what you're doing, and you ain't doing Nothing. Okay, well, here's the thing, and I'm glad you brought that up, because lately, that's me. I've been very guilty of that lately, and it's not always true of me, but it has been true of me. Like I've been in a rut. Now, I kind of mentioned this. I've kind of been running around, running, running around with a woman. Now, okay. here's the truth of it, and I know she listens, and if you get mad, yeah. then you're going to get mad, and that's the way it's going to be. I'm being used. Okay, she's got a full blown life, and I she just uses me when she's feeling like she needs to pick me up, yeah, or when she's yeah, okay. Like this is how it works. Like she'll text me and say it'll be as simple as this: come play question mark or sometimes she'll just text me with 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 the number ninety, which means I have an hour and a half. Are you ready? And that's where I'm at. I'm totally being used. Okay. So through that, it's been kind of making me evaluate my life a little. You're not a piece of meat, Sansbury. Well, I'm a big one, though. I'm a big piece of meat there. You know what I mean? I, uh, so I, so here's the thing. I'm totally being used and I'm okay with it. Okay. But it is, but it is making me evaluate. And I will admit that I'm in a major, I have been in a major rut for months. My life is pretty much the same. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what happens. I, I wake up. I come do the show, and I have, this is probably the most fun I have all day, which I'm lucky for that, so I'm not trying to bitch, right? Right. Like most of you just said, did you just tell me work's the best part of your day? Totally the best part of my day, 
right? So then I leave here, and then most days I'll probably go to the driving range, hit a bucket of balls or whatever, and I'll go home and kind of like relax, maybe a little video games here and there. And then normally 5 o'clock, watch a little TV, start prepping the show, 6.30, start winding down, take a shower, in bed, 7.30, and then done. So I interact with very few people outside of my circle. And I actually, I had an ex-girlfriend texting me last night. He was asking me how I was doing down here. And we haven't spoken in a while. She said, how are you? I said, honestly, I'm a little stagnant right now. I'm a little like stuck in this routine in the rut where I just don't know enough people. I'm not doing enough things. I'm not being introduced to enough interesting people. I'm kind of in a rut right now. And, uh, and what happened there is like, because I met a woman who's kind of like, who was feeding that, that sexual desire, like that becomes enough. And you're like, okay, well, as long as I got that, like I'll, I'll right. figure out, you know right. what I mean? And truthfully, it's probably not. And so I have felt like I do I need a little Kickstarter here. And that's normally what makes me think about like photography courses or maybe like a, an adult cooking class. Cause do you'll just run into people. You'll meet people. Well, yeah. And it's not, I mean, you have to stop looking at it like, well, everything I do is going to be an opportunity to meet the love of my life. No, everything you do is going to be an opportunity to meet somebody who's going to add something to your life. And who knows, you know, two years from now, you're at their party in their backyard and you end up meeting, you know, the future Mrs. Stansberry. It's all possible. Yeah, man, I'm totally being used. Like we got like the bad for you, dude. 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 I've been in that situation, too. And you can say, ah, dude, doesn't matter to me, but it does kind of matter to you. Anybody, anybody that's ever been used like as a piece of meat, like somebody who's just using you for sex. When you're 19, you think it's great. But when you're 40, it does make you reflect on your life. Like the other day, we got in that fight. We got in the fight over like the, the fast food order being wrong right you know what i mean right and so she starts screaming at me and i remember i just said to her i was like hey what's going on and then we kind of got into a deeper conversation and it became like well you know i'm not your boyfriend so i don't know why you're yelling at me like this and then so you start talking about like the parameters of what's happening and she actually had the balls to say to me she's like stansbury the thing i like about you is that you're not complicated don't complicate this for me just be easy for me be the one thing that's not difficult for me right now and i was like Okay. Mm, I don't buy it. Stansberry is complicated. He is a deep well. He is an <laughs> onion with many layers. That is true. He is, I am. He is, I am. I'm a, I'm a can, complex person. You can I am. pretend to be as shallow as you want I'm to. Not, so I'm very, not. There are, I am, not. You are just a big ass ball of emotion. I, I am know multi-layered. You, bro. I am multi-layered. I, I am. See, I'm interested. I'm interesting. I don't know. I don't know why. Somebody I can't. love me. Please. <laughs> Let's go take pictures and hold hands together. <laughs> Fly drones. Watch Star Wars. Play Resident Evil. I don't know. Notice there's like 15 things there before sex. <laughs> I got my priorities all out of whack. We have a four bag of tickets for the charge. This is Saturday night. I want to make yeah. sure I get this right. Yep. Uh, Saturday, January 28th, Fort Wayne Mad Ants. That's the Indiana Pacers affiliate there. 7 p.m. tip-off. You're getting a pair of charged socks for the first 2,500 people walking through the door and player autographs after the game. This is a four-pack of tickets. We'll pass them out to caller 15. 1-800-243-7625. And more Stansberry Show up next. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles. Get you hooked up with a trip for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. So you want to guess, too. It's not just you. Yeah. You want to guess out in L.A.? See some of the best bands out right now? Some of the biggest musical acts there is. It's good stuff. Just think, dude. You'll be able to hold that over people's heads like, yo, you want to come to the iHeartRadio Music Awards with uh, me? You'll be able to hold you, it over our head. What you got for me? I've never been to one of them. Neither have I. I've never been to one of them. Neither have I. I bet you I'll never go. Oh, God, no. Like no, here's the thing. Now, I don't mean to be like you won't, but I no. We dude, no. I said this last week on the program. There are just certain guys that the company feels like they have to take super seriously, and guys that they don't. They value me. They've always kind of shown me that, but they 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 don't feel as if they have to take me as seriously as others. 
That's just, and look, that's self-awareness. Sometimes you just have to know who you are. That's who I am. I'm fine with it. I, I like being the underdog. I always prove people wrong that way, and I, I like it. Hardest punch you have is the one nobody can see coming. So you keep underestimating us, and we'll be fine with it. All right. As there was a huge woman's march on the nation's capital the other day, and I was been kind of like, what? <laughs> I thought you were just going to say a huge woman. I was like, no, dude, no. look out. No, but there was a huge march on the nation's capital the other day, and I've been kind of poking fun at it, and I've been kind of like, you know, I've been like, oh my God, I get it, right, blah, blah, blah. And we're a program that doesn't like to over uh, sentimentalize when people die, okay? Of course. But I believe a blow was struck uh, for the feminist movement a little bit over the death of a celebrity, Mary Tyler Moore. Um, I am all for women being in the workplace and all that stuff, all, you know, all that stuff, and she was a huge piece of that that was revolutionary i believe tv stuff i mean that the whole thing was like her butting bo- uh, butting heads with like the uh, you know the old boys club and the bosses and the anchors and that kind of stuff and i remember i once said to a friend of mine Catherine, who um is a friend of mine from oregon and i think she would describe herself as a feminist i, I don't have any problem uh, speaking for her on that behalf and she believes very strongly in women being treated equally and all that whole thing. And I, and I said to her one time while we were hanging out, I was like, ah, I know. I was like, you're getting your Mary Tyler Moore on. And she looked at me. She says, who's that? Because she's younger than I am, much, much younger than I am. And I, I said, go home and ask your mom about Mary Tyler Moore. Like, that's an important part of Americana because it was. And Mary Tyler Moore was a fantastic show. Super funny. I mean, some of you may remember her from the Dick Van Dyke show. She was uh, his wife on that program. Mary Tyler Moore was hilarious and very good, and Rhoda on that show, very funny. And it's one of those things that kind of pokes holes in the women aren't funny thing. Like, you, you, there's some reason there's a sentiment that women aren't funny. I think men are probably better stand up comics, but women are absolutely funny. Mary Tyler Moore was just perfect proof of that. B. Arthur was proof of that with Maud, too, these these revolutionary shows back in the day. But Mary Tyler Moore was huge for that movement. And so as women were marching on you know, the nation's capital the other day, I, uh, I did. I, I, we, and again, we try not to over-sentimentalize celebrity death here, but I grew up a big fan of the Mary Tyler Moore show, and um, I believed it helped uh, shape my comedic view of the world. And uh, so a little tip of the cap from the Stansbury show there to Mary Tyler Moore. Do I have to pretend like I care? No. Thank you. I mean, no. don't get me wrong. Hey, I'm sad. Certainly, you're right. A, a woman who was a, gr- a, legend, a trailblazer. trailblazer. Right. Yeah, a, a In groundbreaker. In the true sense of the word. A groundbreaker. Um, but you know me and celebrities where it's like, hey, right. sorry you're dead. No, I, like I said, I'm not Sucks. trying to over-sentimentalize here, but like I said, it, it, given the fact that the woman's movement's back in the news today, it seemed very timely, I hate to use that word, that she should happen to pass right now. Uh, I mean, she was 80, so it's not like gone right, too soon right. territory. It's not, yeah, it's not gone too so soon tragic. territory. tragic. Who would have ever guessed an 80-year-old woman died? But as people love to cherish Betty White, yeah. I've always kind of been more on the, you know what? I think I'll go over here with Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. Like, and again, she pokes holes in that women aren't funny thing. And I think a big problem with, with, the, with the whole women aren't funny thing is, you know, you have to look outside of just, you know, the women in your life. Like, I feel like my girlfriend's hilarious, but I often feel like women aren't given the same opportunity to be funny. Like, in, in sitcoms, women are just written as very, like, 
one-dimensional characters. They're there for one reason. Well, and one reason unless only. they're making fun of us for being the dumbass, right? Right, or hitting us over the head with a frying pan or something like that. They're just very one-dimensional. So I don't know if I necessarily think that's like, well, dude, women aren't funny, but they just get put in unfunny roles. I- I'll tell you another woman who was hilarious and a groundbreaker, and I grew up a huge fan of this show. Is the Carol Burnett show? Carol Burnett was hysterical. She was very funny. So, as I said, I think men are probably ultimately better stand-up comedians. I don't know why, but there is something to that theory. But I hate when I hear people say women aren't funny because women are absolutely funny. Did Mary? I'm sorry. Did Mary Mary Tyler Moore? Did she? uh, Did she do anything recently? Did she continue to be in the public eye? I can't think. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't have IMDb pulled up in front of me, and and I'm and, and I'm struggling to think of what it would have been, but. Uh, the Dick Van Dyke show was hilarious. The Mary Tyler Moore show was great. It out spawned Roto, which was very funny. So, a little tip of the cap to the Sansbury show to uh, one of the women that I believe helped shape my comedic voice that I try to have. All right. Uh, we've been kind of keeping this under wraps for a little while, but we examined me last break. But it turns out the Fantone family, Fantone operation, is undertaking a huge life change. There's a big life change coming to Matthew Fantone and his girlfriend. We'll, do, uh, we'll tell you what that is. Get you filled in next on the Stansbury Show. Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. You're under an hour away from getting hooked up with a trip to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. If your budget and your credit is something you've been working on, take a look at CSC Federal Credit Union. I've been banking with them now a few years. They're helping me, uh, me getting um, my credit turned around. And I've been bragging about my debit card, and it's because I'm not paying any ATM fees. And what I like is I have full access through the app. Like, I can shut my debit card on or off at a moment's notice. So, like, if I'm going out, I'm like, you know what? Uh, or I need to put my uh, my spending habits on the bench, I can do that. Or if I maybe lose my card, I'm a, for, you know, I'm a forgetful person. But it's up to me. And then if I find it, I can turn it right back on. That's what I love about CSE. 100% local, but they still give me like a lot of the amenities. All of them, as a matter of fact, that, uh, that any uh, major bank would give you. Yeah, that's a, uh, I feel like a, a, uni- a universal problem is people kind of dislike big banks. No matter what side of the aisle on, no matter who you are. Big, it's bank, like, a big bank has become a four-letter word. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, CSE is kind of the opposite of that. You get everything you want, but you get a local spin on it. And I talked about it yesterday, I think, man. Oh, shop local, shop local, shop local. Bank Dude, local. Bank local. Yeah. yeah. Bank local indeed. CSEFCU.com. So we've been sitting on a piece of information, and we haven't really gotten into it. It's not like huge news or anything, but like I haven't mentioned it because I was trying to be respectful, and you didn't really tell me whether or not you were were ready to go with it or not. But we kind of wanted to wait a little while, and uh, so I asked you this morning whether or not you were ready to talk about this, and you, and you are now, and you said sure, and so here it is. There's a big life change coming to the Fantone household, and that is, I think, for the second time in a year now. You're moving? Correct. I am. Not second time in a year. Second time year and, year and, a, half. and a half. Year and a half. It's still pretty fast. Yeah. That's still pretty fast. Um, so what happened here? Because I, I thought, yeah, I mean, you were all systems. You, you love the apartment, I thought. Absolutely love it. There's no question about it. Very happy uh, to rent from King Properties in downtown Canton. Have spent, you know, four years down there. Um, with them, right? With with King Properties. Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, the point to make there, though, is last time we moved, me and my girlfriend said to the landlord of King Properties, like, hey, next time you have a house available, why don't you let us know? 
Ah. And she said, yeah, you know, hey, we've got a couple different houses and we have a couple different options. But, you know, once people move in, they kind of stay there. And I'm like, oh, that must mean they're pretty good places to live. Yeah, that would have to be. Yeah. She's like, yeah, the houses are all great. She's like, they honestly are. And this was a year and a half ago and I kind of forgot about it. And uh, it was about a week and a half, two weeks ago. I got a phone call saying like, hey, we've got a house available. You want to come take a look at it? And I said, of course I do. So I went and checked it out. It was awesome. Three bedrooms, which is almost too big for me and my girlfriend. But I guess we can grow into it. Um, And it it really is like a no-brainer in the sense of the neighborhood's nicer. Because right now, kind of live on the outskirts of the ghetto. A little bit. Maybe, 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 maybe in the ghetto a little bit. Um, he says outskirts to make himself feel better. Yeah, so, well, the good news is, is I'm moving soon, so I really don't even have to pretend anymore. Um, but no, we're moving into a neighborhood that's kind of behind like Giant Eagle on Raff Road in that general vicinity without being too specific about where Oh, so where you're getting is. out of downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we will no longer be downtown Canton residents, which was... It was tough for me, dude. It was tough for me. I've been a proponent for downtown Canton. I, uh, I have, yeah, but you did your time. Eh, I did my four years. That's that's worth something. That service is worth something there. Um, and I, I will continue to be so. I, I think it's an absolutely wonderful place to live. I think it's a uh, it's a great place uh, for young professionals and people who are looking to have fun with their lives. But at this point, I you know when I was single, it was great. I'd go down to Busman. I'd meet some chick. We'd get drunk. We'd go back to my place. But, like I'm in a committed relationship now and it's just like it's it, we're not we're not taking, right and you need those drunk chicks more than ever we're not taking advantage of what downtown canton is so there was a little bit of me that's like well then why are we here you know if we're not going out we're not being a part of you know the bar scene yeah, and all that, that there, there's truth now to that. at the end of there the day is. at the end of the day you'll still catch me on first fridays you'll still right. catch me and you know, you know a million different things right. it's just you know but still living in canton proper so i can keep the uh keep the title of captain canton pretty proudly and uh, yeah, we're going to be moving into a house, getting the keys later this afternoon. Yeah, I'm envious of you. If I get, I love my apartment. I love my apartment. I really do. I got really lucky. I have a killer apartment in downtown Canton. Everybody that comes into my place is like, oh yeah, I would have taken this place too. I love this place. And so I love it. But if I could get into a house for what I pay and still like keep it with all my utilities and all that, which is hard to do for what I'm paying. If I could do that in a home, I would I would I would leave my place. Yeah, I mean honestly, a couple of changes within utilities, but basically sure. we're paying the same amount of money for for renting the apartment versus renting the house. Oh, a house is so much better though. It just is like the one thing is like I love my apartment. And there's only three you know tenants in the whole building. So it's quieter than most apartment buildings, but there is part of me like when I hear somebody moving around in my apartment building in the middle of the afternoon, I feel like well, then they can hear everything I'm doing. And then For sure. It, no, it just tightens you up. And For it sure. just it just makes you feel like you're not alone. And I, I'm a guy who prides myself on spending time alone. And so sometimes I don't get that with an apartment building. I'm very envious of you right now. Yeah. And I mean, you know, what do I want to say? Obviously, with a house, it's kind of like, I don't want to say like, it's kind of a next step in me and my girlfriend's relationship because we've been living together for quite a while now. Um, but it just feels like a little bit of like, all right, we're moving forward. We're moving kind of, you know, we're progressing in life and we're kind of taking that next step. I kind of feel like you're playing the wrong side so, right now. What do you, why, why do you say Dude, that? Why, why are we not moving on up to the east side? Why are we not? George and Weezy on the move. Cam's George and Wheezy. 
and and I'm, and I'm not because I'm not mad. moving to the east side, moving to the southwest side. I'd be living on the southwest now. Yeah, I guess that's true there, huh? Canton, Ohio. Jeez, Louise, you guys in your directions. The northeast, south, south Canton, North Canton, south. Yeah, somebody said to me when I moved here, so you live in the S Dub, huh? And I said, no, I live in Canton. And I, dude, what what is up with this? And again, I feel like I've been here long enough now where I can ask this question, Canton. Why the hell do you need four of you? Yeah. Dude, Canton North, Canton South, Canton East. Dude, it's Canton, Ohio. You don't need 15 of them. It, no matter where you are, it takes about 20 minutes to get to the other side of it. Here's what I'm going to say. Get over yourself. You know how many L.A.'s there are? One. One, <laughs> one L.A. There's one. Guess how many New York's there are? One. It's kind of funny, but good for you, man. That's yeah. awesome. That's I'm excited. Awesome. I'm excited. So it's obviously been uh, nothing but packing and like uh, the the headache that comes along with that over Ugh. the past couple of days. Brutal. Um, the good news is, is I am a, a very good mover. I've lived a million different places. Is anybody shocked to find out Fantel thinks he's good at something? Well, I mean, and let's be real. There's been plenty of times where it's like, all right, idiot, you got 24 hours well, before, you're, moved, before, you're, before you're gone. You've moved, um, I bet, three times more than most people your age. Yeah. I would say for sure. I mean, dude, you, you look Look at the amount of radio jobs I've had and how many times I've had to move for those. I think it's like just... 65% of people never move more than 20 miles away from their their home. Oh, yeah, countless times. Countless times, countless parts. Yeah. I mean, think about it. In the time that I've lived in Canton, in four years, I've lived. this will be my third place that I'm living. I Like I was talking earlier about how I'm kind of in a rut right now. I kind of need some energy in my life like that. Like new place, new house. I kind of need, I do, I need to be cattle prodded on some, on some way to get motivated. Yeah. And obviously something like this is, you know, it's new neighbors and it, that kind it, of thing. It, it's yeah. a perk. It's a shot in the arm. There's, there's certainly no denying I feel like that. there's stuff going on in your life. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. good for you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Good I appreciate it. I wasn't trying to like not talk about it. I know, or but I wasn't. I didn't want to spring it on you one day. It was. I'll, I'll be honest. There was a point yesterday where I was like, I don't know what I want to talk about right now. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm not wild about any of this stuff, and I almost did it to you. But I was like, man, that's a life change, and that's you shouldn't just and see. That was. I was never shown that respect growing up in this in this business. I was never shown that. And so there was a little bit of me yesterday was like, oh, yeah, you can't just do that to somebody. I, no, I just wanted to wait until it was like, all right, here's when it's Like a pregnancy, happening. 12th yeah. week, yeah. here you go. Well, congratulations. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm busy all day Friday, but I don't have anything to do on Saturday. Nothing so if you Saturday. need the help, I'll be glad to not take your phone call Saturday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> 9 o'clock, we'll send you to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. And more Sansbury Show next. Hang on. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online at WRQK.com. Fantone found a very beautiful woman to put up there. Is it Anya Gadia? Oof. Close enough. She is sexy. I think she's of uh, Cuban descent. I like those. I do. I'm a fan see that in the Stan's Ratio section of WRQK.com, and I think you can tell that I'm doing it right now. Jeez. <laughs> Hand check. Man. Yeah, she's good. That's good stuff there. I like it. Big, huge fan. Coming up at 9 o'clock, Sunday out to LA. I Heart Radio Music Board. So I read about this this morning, and it seems like the sports world's freaking out over something that we knew was going to happen, but it happened last night, and yet everybody's still losing their minds about it, okay. and I don't get it. It's like, we, we were told this was going to happen, and now it's like you're mad because you've seen it? I, like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. But this is about the NBA and their partnership with, with, uh, with companies to start advertising companies on jerseys. And we kind of knew this was going to happen. I think the Sixers were the first team to be like, yeah, man, we're doing this. We're, you know, we're jumping in bed with this. 
And now the Celtics premiered them last night, I guess, during their game. And there's just a, like a like a round GE patch. That's like their corporate sponsor that they're going with. There's like a GE patch on like over like the one shoulder. And I mean, obviously it's noticeable. I can't make the claim like you barely notice it. I mean, it's totally noticeable. But it seems like people are freaking out. Sports fans are freaking out about this. And a, we knew it was going to happen. So I don't know why just the visual of it now is making you crazy. And B, I, I don't. You got to stop using words like sellout and all this stuff when teams are playing in the United Center yeah. and the Verizon Dome yeah. and you know what I mean. Whatever, sun, whatever. It, Sports it's like, have sold out a long it's time over. ago. I mean, it's I mean, over. I mean, you know, it was in that Al Pacino movie, Any Given Sunday, when he talks about how you know the first time we took a time out for a commercial break, that's, the game got that's, ruined. That's when the, that's that's when things changed. And I mean, that's the, making it very simple, but there's truth in the it. The sellout point happened a long time ago. So I don't really have an issue with this. Now, for those of you wanting to buy journeys, uh, jerseys, they say here that inside the stadium that they will, that it's their option to sell the, the GE patched jerseys, but you'll be able to get jerseys without it. But here's the thing. The fan's not going to want that. Whatever's wrapped around the athlete is what the fan wants, right? And it'll be, it'll be like, you know, there'll be, uh, there's a reason why they sell so many alternate jerseys and so many different kinds is because you'll buy one and and you'll buy one that has the GE patch and you'll buy one that doesn't have the GE patch and you'll buy one that's the Christmas Day font and then you'll buy one that says Los Celticos on the on the Cinco de Mayo font you know and I mean they they, they, they're they're selling jerseys but they're putting they're putting alternate jerseys out there for a reason and it's so you buy them oh for sure yeah yeah yeah. and I uh I I will admit I've always been a little jealous of the Celtics color scheme. I it like it. Fresh. That dark green, and then even when they're in the white with the green, you know, you know, accents there. That dude, they're uh, nice jersey stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, I think um, their floor's cool. It's just they got a cool mystique around the Celtics, especially being the age you are. I mean, the Celtics, you know, oh bird, uh, you know, a, bird, a, a, yeah. a legendary franchise and one of the most iconic, you the know, kale, brand, brands thing, in yeah. sports. So yeah, no, dude, there's there's no question about that. I just don't know if I like it. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know stop watching the NBA or anything like that but I've seen it on D-League teams before and this was probably a year or two ago at a Canton Charge game there's been a couple different teams that have their 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 main you know their main sponsor plastered all over them um I I I I just don't know if I want NBA teams, NFL teams, MLB teams. I don't know if I want them looking like NASCAR. I think the whole the whole thing of NASCAR, the whole million different sponsors everywhere. I mean, obviously NASCAR doesn't need my approval. They do fine without me. But I think it's just kind of like they would want you though. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, think, they would take you. I just think it's just kind of one of those things that it just it it, it feels off to me. It feels wrong to me for some reason. I think I'm more okay with it because my favorite sport. Is very steeped in this, which is golfers. I mean, they're they're whored out. I mean, that's the, that's how they make their money. It's uh, you know, it's tailor made. It's Titleist. Right. It's Ping. It's but they're wearing like golf gear that says that they're not like pla- I don't know. It's in line with the sport. Yeah. It's the brands that you use for the sport, which is makes what makes it different. I'll tell you where you got to be careful with this is in today's day and age, who you associate business wise with alienates. The other half of the people. Certainly. 
And so now if you start to find out, because GE, and, I'm, and I don't know, but GE's like you know, the company that the Celtics are using. Now if GE CEO is involved in this, and now your jerseys, and now you got next to that, now you're standing next to it, and now you're in bed with this company, I feel like there will be a hiccup there somewhere down the line. Not a good enough reason not to do it, yeah. but there will be a hiccup. Well, and that hiccup was going to come whether we were on, or whether GE was on the jersey or on the stadium. You know what I mean? Like, at that point... Ah, uh, see, I think you may... Uh, I think it'll drive it home a little bit more if the athlete himself is wearing it. I do. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah, but I, I think it might, might... You know, might. I just feel like, you know, much like the bowl games where it's, you know, the, to- the to- Tostitas Fiesta Bowl or whatever like that, inevitably that, that conflict of interest is going to come and you're going to have to deal with it. I mean, I don't think that, you know, I I don't think that the NBA can ever fill, fully go on NASCAR. Part of the reason why is when you have that many logos on you, like referees call, call calls based on color of jersey. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's something that happens. And if you have this, like, you know, Joseph's, I never thought of that. This Joseph's amazing Technicolor dream coat of, like, here Here's Pepsi and here's this and here's Orange that and here's that and there's that and there's that and there's that. You're not going to be able to like referees have to be able to call you know uh, jersey color against each other. Here's my issue with the NBA, and I'm sure that they have figured it out. Obviously, as six teams are going to do this uh, pretty soon here, but your athletes in the NBA, your league, your athletes endorse more products than most other sports leagues. So where does the conflict of interest for a guy like LeBron right. or a guy like Dwayne Wade right. or like these superstars come into play? I do Subway commercials. I don't want McDonald's on my on my on my shoulder. Right. Yeah. I uh, it's somewhere inevitably, and you're right. And I mean, especially in the NBA, where these guys make such a big, you know, Not, the, the individuals money. make such a big difference, and they have the power. Like four or five of these NBA guys get together, they can overtake things in the league. That's one of the things, um, and, and, and I mean, I know in UFC there's certainly a decent amount of product placement, but usually it's products within the, the realm Again, of, like golf, it's like the t-shirts and the stuff that you would wear. But Brock Lesnar, with the Jimmy Johns on his shorts, no matter where he goes, no matter where he oh, fights, about that, no yeah. matter where he fights, whether it's WWE, UFC, or whatever, he's always got the Jimmy Johns on his shorts. So I wonder, is that like a brand exclusive thing? Does he has have a contract? Be. I mean, he has Why to have a contract with, with, with Jimmy Johns, and I'm sure there has to be something there. So so when Subway inevitably, you know, comes in and, and 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 says, "No, we're hanging this banner behind you in your fight," I just wonder. I wonder what happened. I think you're going to have issues because there's only so many companies that are going to be able to afford to do this, and they're going to be the bigs, and the bigs are already have your athletes tied up. This right. is, you know, where this is really going to get tricky in my estimation. I could be wrong, but it's with the cell phone companies. Is sooner. I mean, LeBron's with one of those companies, right? He's with one of the cell phone providers, I would imagine. I mean, he endorses everything under the sun. So, like, at some point, somebody's going to be like, hey, this is the AT&T jersey, and he's going to be like, yeah, but I'm the Sprint dude. I, I, I don't know who he's with or whatever, but, like, I think... I don't know how they're going to work around that because, like I said, the NBA athlete is on the forefront of selling product the way most other sports don't. It's probably just going to be, yo, this is what the jersey looks like. Open it, swallow it. Right. Yeah, this is what you're wearing. They're probably just going to muscle them out, right, and be like, the reason why you want that athlete is because he plays here with, you know, yeah, you might be right about that. So, I don't know, like, we, I remember us talking about this months ago, and it was saying this was coming, and then now that people saw it last night, they, like, they lost their minds, and I guess maybe I just live in a realistic society where, for me, it's like, you didn't think more money was going to be pumped into this? You can't pay these dudes oh. this kind of money and then not not corporate sell it off. And that's the real problem with professional sports is we do need more money pumped into it. That's That should take care of all the issues we have with sports right now. Damn more cash. Right. All more right. Cash. Win your way out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. We will do that. 
at 9 o'clock. But next on the Stay is Very Show, a woman survived a tornado in one of the strangest ways I've ever heard. We'll give you that next on the Stay Very Show. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. You guys know I am a lover of all things food. Listen to this. Today, McDonald's is giving away 10,000 bottles of their famous Big Mac sauce. Nationwide, they're giving away for free. Okay? Now, they're giving away bottles of their secret sauce for the Big Mac there. Big Mac sauce there. Nationwide. Now, there's only a few Northeast Ohio restaurants that are taking uh, advantage of this. Now, here locally... For us, if you want to grab one of these, this today, if you want to grab one of these, it's the McDonald's location at 3875 Medina Road in Akron. If you're up in the Cleveland area, it's 15269 Broadway Avenue, Maple Heights. It's actually officially my hometown there. That's where I was born, Maple Heights. But 3875 Medina Road, Akron, Ohio, for the McDonald's location, giving away uh, the bottles of Big Mac sauce. There are 10,000 bottles being given away nationwide today. Now, here's the deal. You have to walk in there, or I guess you could do it in the drive-thru, and the magic words to receive your Big Mac sauce are, there's a Big Mac for that. Now, if you're interested in this, I would go. Obviously, the you know the quantity going to be limited. People are going to be very excited about that. Now, it starts at 11 a.m. this morning, and it will go until supplies last. Now, my guess is that's going to be pretty quick. So, again, if you're into the McDonald's Big Mac sauce, it's uh, it's the McDonald's at 3875 Medina Road, Akron, today starting at 11 a.m. And say to them, there's a Big Mac for that, and get yourself a free bottle of Big Mac sauce. Well, there is a Big Mac for that. I like how they have the small Mac now, and then the Grand Mac, and the Big Mac. And uh, honestly, if I were to get one of those bottles of Big Mac sauce, I think what I would do, because like I wouldn't want to like make a burger at home and put Mac sauce on it. It wouldn't taste right. I think I would keep it exclusively for Chicken McNuggets. Dipping your chicken McNuggets into that Mac sauce. Dude, that's like a taste of all things McDonald's at the same time. I'd be all over it, man. Drink a little bit of that McDonald's Coke. Oh, now I got to go to McDonald's. So I, um, good, bro. He, I would definitely, yes. I, I Whenever I bought like McDonald's, I would come home. like Because, again, a little bit more of that to dip the oh, Big Mac so in. Good. And fries. Like so I would good. dip my fries in it constantly yeah. at home. So if you're one of those people that just has like the love of the Big Mac sauce, uh, McDonald's giving away 10,000 bottles of Big Mac sauce today for free. And again, you need to be at the McDonald's location in Akron, 3875 Medina Road, starting at 11 a.m. this morning, and say to them, there's a Big Mac for that. You get your free bottle of sauce. A quick shout-out to McDonald's. They were one of the uh, big presenters yesterday at the Canton Charge oh, game, right? the anti-bullying oh, cool. thing. My man Ronald McDonald was out there doing some stuff with oh, me. Good for them. So it was, uh, it was I like cool. That. And, uh, man, I, I want to go eat Big Macs right now. <laughs> I, like, I like hearing that. Let's, let's go eat Big Macs. I like hearing that. And uh, one of my favorite sentences ever said on any radio show I've ever been a part of is, this is Stansbury for a McDonald's. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I am a huge, huge fan of that. Today, 11 a.m. up there in Akron. So before the break, we were talking about how um, the NBA is starting to put logos yeah. on their jerseys. Yeah. And I said, I think at some point you're going you're gonna to run into the problem now of who you do business with will negatively affect your bottom line. We're seeing this all over the place now. Um, and I heard news of an... Uh, of an athlete, one of the most famous athletes on the face of the planet, yeah. of what his next move is to do right now, and it was a head-scratcher for me. And that is, Peyton Manning is going to speak to the entire like GOP Congress and leadership. 
Trump's going to be there. He's going to be part of it. Right. And there was part of me that was sitting there when I heard that yesterday that I couldn't just be like, oh, that's interesting. There was part of me that had to go, oh, how is that going to affect you? Because what is Peyton Manning now? He's not a quarterback. What is he? He's a pitch man now. You know Peyton Manning more from, you know I can hear you right. You know him more for that now anymore than you do for the 55 touchdown pass season or whatever it was. He's the nationwide guy. He's the Buick guy. He's the Papa John's guy. He's the Budweiser guy. Like, he's a shill. That's what Peyton Manning is now. And so I think that there is going to be, there will be a little bit of back lash for his products now i don't know what those companies politics are but i but i'm not surprised to find out that peyton manning's a republican not shocked to find that out. well i do know that papa, he's given money to the republican party plenty of times papa john's is very right papa is, is that right yeah 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 he's like very outspoken about it and so that's what i'm going to assume is that he's probably in bed with companies that he feels like are in line with his values and fine dude i, I there's a part of me i'm very torn on like whether i care about values of companies or not because on one hand when they share my values i do want to be able to say like here's more money hey, i like that Hey, I like that you right. guys are doing something good. I like that you support what I support. But Chick Fil A tastes good. But then at the well, I do, and that's the great dis- dis- disagreement with Chick Fil A and me. I don't think it's good. I don't care about the gay thing. I really don't. You guys hate gay people, fine, whatever. I just don't know why everyone gets so hard on for Chick Chick Fil A. It just doesn't. It just doesn't do it for oh, me. I find it to but, be pretty good. But you know, that's that. Neither here nor there on that. I just there's a part of me that I like to support companies that I support, but that I don't want to give up the things that I don't want to give up. Yeah, I kind of like, dude. Just sell me food, right? Just sell me food. Just sell me shoes. Just sell me but, beer. But when, but when they come out and say, like, you know, what's something you care about? Let's say animals, okay? Yeah, uh, when they I like come dogs. Out, yeah, right. Let's say they come out and do a, hey, McDonald's is doing a save the dogs campaign, and and ten percent of the Big Mac sales are going to go to to an animal, a local animal shelter. They're, they're, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do Stansbury's it. Stansbury's going to be yeah. like, awesome. That's great. I, I would want dogs. that product anyway, right. and now you've just given me more incentive. But that's my point. Is I think these companies got to be careful about what you're butting up next to. I think you got to be really. It's going to be a no. Nobody's sitting on the other side, and I'm not knocking you for your analogy, but nobody's going to be on the other side of, hey, man, let's go beat up dogs. Like, there, nobody's going to try to get you to stand by that. Right. But and I so mean, I don't think there's anything to lose by being an animal uh, person. But, 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 I mean, okay, let's take it outside of animals. I mean, you know, whether, whether you feel like, you know, uh, ab- abortion access should be, you know, uh, right. available or, right. or, or transgender bathroom issues like Target or a million other different issues that people get so hot and bothered about gun rights and things like that. And like, you know, if we take the hottest issues, of course, everybody can be anti-cancer. Everybody can be anti-kicking your dog. But when it comes to these things, I, there's a part of me that likes being on the same side as, as, as the corporation. And a part of me is like, eh. But when I want the product and I don't and I don't want to feel like a bad person, I wish I didn't know. I'm totally right. with you. I right. totally understand that. Now, there are people who are dismissing this as, yeah, well, they're going to pay him a couple hundred grand to speak, and who wouldn't want to go for the money grab? And they're right. Right. For sure. I get that. Somebody's going to pay me $250,000 to speak to a group of people. I'm doing it. Of course. Right? Should be doing that right now. Speaking of this group of people, $250,000 stands by a quarter million. Let me cut you a check. Uh, I'll tell you what, iHeart, if you want to have the conversation right now, no. I, you could get me for that for oh, more than one year. You can give me, you give me till I die with that. <laughs> if you tell me I'm paying you, Phantom, I'm paying you a quarter million dollars to do the Stansberry show for the rest of your life every year, you can get me till I die. But I'll sign it right now. Dude. I don't buy it because I think Peyton Manning has more than enough money, and I don't think that this is solely about money. I don't think Peyton Manning would do anything solely about money. I think, and I could be way wrong, but he's given money to the Republican Party before. He's in bed with Papa John's, and you're right. There's a staunch right-wing uh, views there. 
I think Peyton Manning is showing us what he's going to do next. There were rumors that Ursay talked to him about coming back and running the Colts, which I don't think he'll do right now. I think if Peyton Manning is going to do something football, it would be a no-brainer, and I don't think taking over the Colts right now is a no-brainer. I think there's a lot of more uphill work there than what he's going to want to for a guaranteed success at running a franchise. I think Peyton Manning is giving you an exact sign of what he's going to do, and politics are his aspirations, and here's why. Uh, outside of that little problem that he had in Tennessee, and I, I know I shouldn't call that a little problem. Uh, I can't believe people are just like, yeah, whatever. I I know I shouldn't call it a little problem, but as far as his record being blemished, it was little. It's not, sexual assault's not little, but for his record being blemished, it didn't really stick with him. Yeah, nobody, right? people look away from that all the time. Oh, he's Peyton Manning, he's such a great guy. Outside Chicken of that, you taste so good. Outside of that, he's lived a pretty controversy free life for most celebrities by that standard he but, has. And it doesn't matter because of who's president now. I mean, right. But here's, and people are going to tell me I'm crazy about this, but I'm telling you, I think I'm right. I think Peyton Manning. After seeing Donald Trump wants to be president of the United States. And you'd be like to laugh the idea off. Once upon a time, if you would have asked me four years ago, hey, can Peyton Manning be president? I'd be like, no, you can't just go oh, up. absolutely. You can't, you can't no. just go up to the United, the United Nations and yell Omaha, and I wouldn't have believed you four years ago, but today I have to believe you. I, 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 I think Peyton Manning would like to be president of the United States. I really do. I really do. And I think Peyton's smart. I think he is a smart guy. That's been the, the, the thing about him forever, that he's really intelligent. He's cerebral. That's why he was such a good quarterback, and I'm going to give you the number one reason why Peyton Manning wants to be president. You want to know what it is? It is the only way. It is the only way to best Tom Brady. Yeah, but why, why couldn't Tom Brady do it? I'm not saying he can't, right. he won't. But, 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 but if they do, Peyton would be first. Tom's still going to play a few years, and I think... I think Peyton Manning, I think there is, dude, these guys are ultra competitive. And Tom Brady's going to have the Super Bowl. He's going to have the better career. Nobody's sitting here saying Peyton Manning's the best quarterback to ever play. He's considered to be one of the best. Tom is routinely called the best quarterback to play. Peyton knows. I can't catch him. I've retired. I can't catch him in Super Bowls. I can't, you know, I can't catch him in, in, in a lot of this other stuff. But where I can beat him is life. And if I become president of the United States, it has to be I'm the bigger I'm the bigger of the two things. And I think that yes, these guys, when you're at that level, and only about a couple thousand people have ever done what you do for a living, there becomes this competition in that circle that it gets the better of some of these guys. And I think he's out to I think he's out to best Tom Brady, President Peyton Manning. I, dude, like I said, I'd like to laugh it off. I'd like to say, Stansberry, you're an idiot, Stansberry. But, dude, we, we've talked about Kanye West. We've talked about The Rock. We've talked about John Cena. And now we're talking about Peyton Manning being the, being the president of the United States of America. I'm telling you, I Jesus think Lord. I think Jesus. I think Peyton Manning, because like I said, there's risk to his brand, to his able to shield products by standing next to the GOP right now. There definitely is. People are running away from people who do that. But they're on the and, winning side. Yeah, but, so, I mean, but right. But, dude, there were just women marching all over the the, the nation's capital, and but, now he's running into the into the mouth of that. Wouldn't wouldn't the more? But I mean, like they didn't win. They didn't win. So obviously, you don't have the numbers to 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 buy as many Buicks as Republicans do. You don't have the numbers to buy as much. No, I mean, that was always insurance. Jordan's theory, buy, right? Well, but I mean, you don't you don't you don't buy as many pizzas. So like, I don't know. I feel like if anything, this is kind of like running into the mouth of what's acceptable right now. Of like, all right, Trump won. Trump won. Republicans won across yeah, the board. But this is where I'm going to say popular vote, right? 
I mean, three million votes. I mean, right? Heads are spinning, worlds are gliding. I don't know what's going on. I mean, here. I take your point, and I know what you're doing. But isn't that what the other side's going to say is you should absolutely worry about our buying power because at the end of the day, you didn't really win? That's what everybody's been telling me since it happened. I'm telling you, I think Peyton Manning's giving you an, I think he's walking you right up to the doorstep of what he wants to do next. And it's the only, there's no way that guy wants to go through the rest of his life with people looking at him every party he's at going, yeah, dude, but you're not Tom Brady. He doesn't want it. Dude, he's he doesn't want it. President Peyton, he's I'm up there. You. He's wearing the shoulder pads. He's dealing with Iran. He's yelling Omaha. It's it's one of those things when you can when it's Peyton or Brady, Peyton or Brady, Peyton or Brady. Those guys want to separate themselves by miles from the other guy, for miles apart from the other guy. And I think this is Peyton knowing he can't do it with football, could never do it with football, given circumstances, not that he wasn't as good or could be better, systems, quarterback, Brady, Belichick, whatever. The fact remains he did not have the accomplishments on a football field that Tom Brady did, and this would be an avenue where he could, where he could exceed Brady and be considered to be better. And I'm telling you, Peyton Manning wants to wants to put the bow on his life of beating Tom Brady. That is a rivalry that was very real. Respect on both sides for each other, but a rivalry that was very real. This is Peyton Manning. You heard it here first, looking to step himself out and top Tom Brady. This is all about Tom Brady. We'll be right back with the final hour of the program next on Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 169 just sent somebody out to uh, Los Angeles for the iHeart Radio Music Awards. I cannot believe it's 9 o'clock already this morning. Today is flying by. Yeah, somebody will be going, going back, back oh, to Galley. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Your next opportunity, 11 a.m. this morning with Fishhead. He gives you your next keyword of the day. Win your way out to Los Angeles. Still to come on the program is a four-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge game. That'll be uh, Saturday the 31st, I believe, is when those tickets are good for. Tuesday the 31st. I'm sorry. Saturday the 20th. I keep getting my days wrong. Tuesday the 31st. That'll be it. Center uh, center court. Tall guy. That'll be me standing out there. Where's the Kyrie's? Versus the Raptors 905. That's Toronto's uh, affiliate there. Tip-off will be 7 p.m. We'll give you a four-pack here before the end of the program. It's been plenty of times on the show we've talked about this because Fantone has uh, done plenty of service working in restaurants. You've worked in a yeah, ton of restaurants, yeah. and uh, so so you know from time to time this subject will come up. And and you have uh, made claim plenty of times. You're on record saying that uh, that the idea of uh, clean food for you is just gone. Like you just don't buy it. Yeah, I and mean, I'm not trying to to ring an alarm or anything like that. But it, you know, and I'm not saying every meal you get from a restaurant's gross or every restaurant's gross but you know american people eat out a lot there's no question about that the odds favorite and yeah the odds more than favorite the odds guarantee it that inevitably it has happened to you that something that you find absolutely vile absolutely disgusting just something that would turn your stomach and make you puke you've eaten it before you have it just it's inevitable I know everybody sees when they go I to, know, but that's why I dumped her. When <laughs> when everybody goes to a restaurant and they see in the bathroom they've got that little sign that says employees must wash hands. Yeah, the employees and, are laughing at that one. You're like you're like, all right. right, well that seems like a fit, a pretty foolproof system. Let me tell you, it's not a foolproof system at all. It's 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 inevitable, dude. There's just going to be grossness in your food. Well, you're right. Because yeah. um this is Columbus, Mississippi. Okay. Where a young woman 
has turned herself into the authorities. Okay. She was accused of intentionally contaminating food with bodily fluids. <laughs> and then serving it to a customer at a fast food restaurant where she worked. Um, this was the January the 23rd. Um, 18-year-old Sky Juliet Samuel. Jeez. If you name your kid Sky, yeah. I mean, you're just begging for problems. Yeah. I mean, you are. You're just begging for problems. I mean, you name your kid Jeeves, you know you've got a butler. What happens when you name your kid Sky? Come on. You have a whore. <laughs> Turned on. herself into Come police on. to face felony charges of intentionally serving contaminated food. Uh, she was jailed, as she should be. Police could charge her under the law, making it illegal to knowingly sell unwholesome bread or drink. Uh, that crime can bring you one to five years in prison. Uh, this happened earlier January, uh, around the 7th, apparently, at the Jack's Restaurant in Columbus, Mississippi. A Facebook post by a uh, resident said an employee at the restaurant prepared and served food to a customer after smearing it with some bodily fluid. In another Facebook post, a woman claimed her daughter was fired from the restaurant after reporting what the other worker had done to the food. So they got rid of, like, the tattletale. The whistleblower? Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. The Mississippi State Department of Health reported the allegations that the worker licked a piece of cheese and put put bodily fluid on a hamburger served at the restaurant. I've seen people do that while working fast food, like licking the cheese or, like, licking the bun and putting it together. Like, it's now at 40, it just makes me, it makes me feel like. God, that's gross. Why would you do that to another human being? But you got to remember, these places are stocked with 17, 18, 19-year-old kids. And, well, and you just don't think about it sometimes. And even even, even beyond that, regardless of what age you are, you're, you're, you're stocked you're, with somebody who's not making enough money to, to, to survive. They're not happy with where they are in life. They're pissed off about that. They have to be there. They have to go to work at another fast food restaurant at the end of all this. You're not wrong, but I'm going to stop here to say those are not good enough reasons no, to, to no, contaminate food. Right. I know they there are there, there are things that I always say this. There are things in life that are reasons that are not excuses, exactly. and that fits exactly. that category. That's a reason. It's not an excuse. Now you keep hearing me say this: bodily fluid, yeah, bodily fluid, right. bodily fluid. She licked this cheese, okay. Which is obviously saliva is going to be a bodily fluid. It's gross. I do not want the, the, the saliva of a girl named Sky anywhere near my mouth, dude. Anywhere near it. I'm. I want to find a way to put this delicately. <laughs> okay. Um, she, yeah, she wiped some of Aunt Flo all over it. She like doused the burger in, um, yeah, the Aunt Flo there. The period sauce next apparently is is what goes on top of the burger at Jack's in Columbus, Mississippi. Bro. Is there anything grosser than that? And let's be honest. You could lick a piece of cheese and serve me a hamburger at a restaurant. Don't, but you could, and right. I probably wouldn't be able to tell. Right. Oh, yeah, dude. The moment I unwrap that, I'm going to know. Like, because here's the thing, and guys, you want to deny it, but you might all be ultimately like, why am I attracted to this cheeseburger right now for like no reason? Because that kind of happens, right? Like, guys, you got to know when your woman's on it because there's something about it that makes you, makes you want to tackle it for some reason. I don't know why that is, but there is. 
I, uh, but I, that is one of the grossest things I've ever heard of in my entire life. Now, any bodily fluids going to be disgusting? I guess we could get into a debate. Yeah, but does like, a man? I don't even think I'm. Well, well, I mean, dude, like, let's be real. I mean, ejaculate would be bad. Yeah, that would be, be bad. bad. But here's the thing: I, not to be crude about it, but people routinely consume it. Like, I well, the right well, way. but let's not act like there's not dudes out there who haven't quote unquote earned the Red Wings, right? Isn't that what it's called? It's it's so common that dudes have a name. There's for a name. Right. So it's not that and uncommon. I will admit that in my life that has happened. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden it looks like your bedroom's a CSI scene and you're like, damn, dude, I, I gotta get out of here. I, the older I've gotten, the less I'm like willing to, for that. But I gotta right. be honest, dude, sex on your, dude, when you're like in a relationship, sex on your girl's period is, is kind of awesome. Um, it, There's all the fluids are gross, but that has to be, fecal matter's probably grosser to me. You know what I'm saying? Poop's probably grosser. Really? Poop? Poop? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about poop here, no, dude. No, how many times you say, I know the, I know what it is. Quit trying to drive it home. I know what it is. Yeah, bro. If we're going this or that, give me give me the poo stain cheeseburger. Oh, no, thank you. That, over that's, then, gone, that's gone through your digestive system, dude. No way. The bacteria and the grossness of poop. Dude. We're talking about poop. You would rather have, you would rather have like a Kotex inside a churro than that? than that? And then a turd inside of a churro if I'm, if I'm picking one or the other. And they're both terrible options. Listen, they're gross. <sighs> it's awful. Nobody wants to be doing that. But I'm going I eat poop burger before Jeez. dude like before period poop, burger poop burger which one can which one has the ability to make you like more ill poop poop for sure is going to be more bacterial filled for sure I can't even see and what are we doing with our lives Dan once upon a time me and you we were at the Ohio Center for Broadcasting think about like yeah man I'm gonna be on the radio I'm gonna change the world I'm gonna talk about things this and is then, what I wanted to do talking about poop burger versus period this burger. is what I wanted to do that's why I went there what oh speaking of which you know what speaking of which <laughs> Have you seen what that hatchet job of a place is doing now? What is the story? I don't even know what they're called anymore because they have to change their name every 90 days because it's a fly-by-night scam of an operation. I don't even feel bad saying that because the company won't even allow us to hire interns anymore. The Ohio Media School is what it's it's called now. They're now running commercials. Listen to this. I can't believe they're doing this. They're now running commercials for for that hatchet job to where now, if you were a graduate of the Ohio Media School, come back now, re-enroll, and it's their Ohio Media Sports Program. How could anybody that went through there think that another $13,000 laid in the lap of that place is the way to do it? Obviously, you went there 20 years ago because $13,000. Come on, bro. No, when I went, it was 10. Come on, dude. You know it's higher than that now. It was 10 grand when I went. Um, there's plenty of ways to get into radio and many avenues. Me and Stansbury took the same one, and here we are. So maybe they should uh, go take uh, some classes there. Yeah. They're trying to get graduates back to for like uh, their sports program. Maybe I'll go. Guys, I already went. I know you don't know anything. <laughs> I always say, people ask me all the time, did that work? Well, obviously, for me, it did. Yeah, I'm here. For me, it did. And I always say that the Ohio Media School was, I know I'm bagging on it, but it was a lot like AA. It works if you work it. Right. Like, you have to have some real talent. And, right. but when, when I, and I knew when they, when they took me through the tour of the school, I knew. I was like, this is kind of a joke. But the one thing they said to me is, we're going to make you get an internship. Like, you'll... You you had to get an internship at a TV station. You had to get an internship at a radio station. And I said to myself, and I said to my
my parents when I when I was like, hey, I think this is what I'm going to do. And I said to people in my life, I said, I know this is kind of a joke. Like, I get it. I said, but they're, they make you go to a TV station. They make you go to a radio station. I said, I know myself. I have the work ethic. I'll get it, an internship there, and I will make myself so damn valuable, they'll have to hire me. And sure enough, that's exactly what MMS did. I put 80 hours a weekend, and they were like, here you go, bro. You earned your right. Now, but most people don't do that, and then they want to like throw you know, shade back at the Ohio Media School where it's really, it's about you. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. Ohio Media School right next to uh, Poop and Period Burgers, and, and, and I'm sure that was a ringing endorsement for them. I'm sure they're very happy. I don't care. They use my likeness to, to, to shill their wares, and they don't have to pay me to do it because that's in the fine print when you sign your contract there. They've used my likeness on TV forever and in print forever. So I don't, I don't care. Now, I, I said it works if you work it, but trying to get me to come back there again for your sports, I can't even say it with a straight face. I can't even do it. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Matt? 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. On Rock 106.9, we're online at WRQK.com, and I'm reading this for the first time ever at the New York Daily News.com. But apparently an Instagram model, whatever those are, Elizabeth Ruiz, Ruiz, sorry, who I guess was made somewhat famous because um, she had made a sex tape with Denver Broncos linebacker Von Miller. Oh, that chick. Okay. Um, but now she's turned her sights to Washington's Deshaun Jackson, former Eagle there. But she's had some interesting things to say about the anatomy of Deshaun Jackson. And we all know hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And the first place they go is to the size of a man's penis because they know it will elicit the reaction that they want. The lowest of all blows. Let me read to you what she said. Okay. I mean, I can tell you who has a small one. Ruiz says when uh, apparently Hollywood unlocked, I don't know what that is, but radio host Jason Lee asked Miller if Von Miller had a big weenie. Deshaun Jackson, she responded as to who has a small penis, and this is where she got herself in a little bit of trouble. Man, he's built like an Asian. Now, there are stereotypes of groups of people, and I will tell you, that Von Miller's group of people is stereotyped to have large penises, and Asians have been stereotyped to have small penises. Now, of course, that that's sometimes true, but ultimately crazy. There are black dudes with small penises, and there are Asian dudes with huge dongs. At least I'd like to live in a world where I think that that can be true. Makes you feel like anything's possible, right? I like it. Trump I, can be president. I, Asians can have giant dongs. I need, I need, I need penis optimism. I guess is what I'm saying. There's a, uh, and I mean, obviously, pornography is a world of of, of fantasy and, and untruths. But there's an Asian porn star. I feel like that's been very heavily like, uh, and I'm talking about a guy. Not, I mean, obviously, w- Asian women porn stars have been a thing forever. Yeah. But there's been a dude. I feel like who's kind of made his way onto the uh, mainstream porn scene. Recently. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Now, Deshaun Jackson says, this is just a woman dying for attention. Yeah. He says, why are you speaking up on me? You're a real lowlife. That was uh, his Instagram post. But then she says, he's salty. Oh, no. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, he called her salty, and then she should go find a job. Well, yeah. guys, I hate to break it to you, banging athletes is a job for women. Pays I've the talk, bills. I've talked about this, dude. I know a girl who was sleeping with a couple of Cavaliers, a couple of Browns players at the time, was on all their payroll. This is huge business for hot chicks. It's huge business. How bad does that suck, man? I mean, listen, any guy that gets the, hey, your dong is small conversation. Yeah, or, but there's the problem is I don't think people believe chicks anymore because everybody knows that's what you're going to say. Hey, yeah. I mean, notice, dude, guys don't do that. Her vagina was cavernous. We don't do that. We don't do that. Some dudes do. Some dudes talk trash about that chick that they just left. I mean, I mean, you're gonna start trash about him, but it's like we don't. Go, there's no stank, real stank, loose. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. I think dudes do that. Oh, I don't do that. I, I guess. And sometimes do. I, yeah. Sometimes you're right. I'm too guilty of putting things through my filter. And since I'm not 11 years old, I'm not gonna do that to a girl. Well, and uh, listen, it sucks when any guy hears that your penis is small, but most of us are like, well, I know my penis is average, and well, whether I feel like that's enough or not, but this dude's an NFL player. Like How bad does that suck, Because I, I always say that, they're well, guys in the locker room are going to know whether yeah. it's true or not, yeah. right? And so sooner or later, you're going to hear guys speaking out about this. I'm sure there are former players on former teams who hate him, right? I mean, I mean, gotta sure, imagine. For sure. So, I mean, this should be easily found out. How bad would that suck to be in an NFL locker room on a regular basis? You're Matt, or NBA locker room, you're Matt Delvadova hanging out with the Cavs. There's LeBron, there's Iman Shumpert, there's Tristan Thompson just donging out everywhere you go. There's Deli. Justin, there's Delvadova. Showering dungarees. Just sitting there covering up with a towel. Glad I'm not a pro athlete. I hate to admit this. But there is a little bit of me that loves this story. And why here's that? why. Okay. There are jobs that I just, and for some reason in my mind, I equate them to big penis jobs. Right. Like, dude, right. You must, your dog right. must be huge if you can do that. And I think being a star wide receiver is one of those. Lead singer in a band, I'm always like, yeah, yeah I bet that's, you know what rapper, I mean? Rapper, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably better. Yeah, rapper's probably doing all right out there. But yeah. if you ask women, there's, there's absolutely nothing to substantiate that. Like, there's nothing to substantiate that. Like, a lot of women I know, dude, I know, again, working at the Agora, I know plenty of chicks that bang musicians, and they'll tell you all the time that, no, that's not true at all. Do you feel that uh, penis size has any correlation with success or, like, contentment of life or happiness or anything like that? No, because, honestly, in the radio business, I'm doing all right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing okay in the radio business. You're out there. You're happy. I get it. You know what I mean? I'm doing things. I'm making waves. You know, I'm talked about. I got some stuff. Number one show in Canton. It's something. That is small penis territory, I bet. It's something yeah. right there. I, so it's just like, I, I am with him a little bit on this. I think this is this chick wanting attention yeah. and wanting more likes on her Instagram. And what's going to happen now is dudes are going to be flooding her for the sex. And she'll start setting her rate for what it costs to have sex with her. And a wide receiver is going to do it so that way because that Instagram model will do things that his wife will not. And that's what it all comes down to. So she, yeah, she's going to end up winning, and he'll have to, you know, f- you know, defend his manhood for a little while. And like I said, I'm going to be paying attention to the news for a little while because I'm interested to see if you know former Eagles or maybe even Washington Redskins are like, yeah, that's totally true, dude. He's not backing a whole lot. Which honestly, I think that's breaking bro code at a serious level there. But I could see that happening. We have a four pack of tickets for the can charge. We'll get you hooked up with those next. Hang on, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9, online for WRQK.com. Have a four-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge game. Is it Tuesday the 31st? Did I have that right? Indeed. Tuesday the 31st 
There, we have a four-pack of tickets. Take caller 10 here in a minute at 1-800-243-7625 on those. I've been asked about this a few times uh, throughout the morning. We talked about it uh, to start the program out. Um, but, you know, people who weren't up that early were asking me, man, hey, uh, how's that new Resident Evil? Is it worth it? Is Resident Evil Biohazard worth it? And I, I, I got to say, man, as, uh, as a guy who walked into that series, I don't have a love of the Resident Evil series of video games or anything. I mean, I get that they're good, but I, not like my favorite or anything. It so far is pretty damn good. I mean, that thing was pretty scary yesterday a little bit. There were uh, there were a couple of uh, couch jumping moments. Are you a fan of those movies? I was a fan of the first like one or two. They kind of feel like, what are we doing these still for? I mean, obviously there's an audience if they're still doing them. I think it's odd that that's the only movie that that chick can get, that Mia Jovovich or whatever it is. I know she was in Dazed and Confused, but she had like two lines of that. I mean, she's super hot and all that. I totally get it, but I feel like that's it's weird. Like That's the only thing she can get in. It's probably one of those things. You make so much money, you make enough money, and it's like, you know what? Screw being an actress for real. I'll just right. do it part-time, and then, right. yeah. Right. Just Maybe. Do some kicks and they'll do the rest in special effects. And I mean, uh, what's his name from uh, what's that movie? Uh, the one with Chris Pratt, Galaxy, Ga- Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah, Batista from the WWE. He's like said, like, dude, this is all I have to do. I don't have to do anything else. I, I make all this money in this superhero movie and just kick it. Like, as long what, as you don't you go doing? crazy, right? And, and you, you know, you're continuing your spending habits there. Yeah, you could live off money like that. Oh, I mean, dude, you're making a, you're making an ass ton of money off those superhero movies. What did he make off that? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know like the stars. I'm sure you know. I'm sure Chris Pratt made a ton of money off that movie. But I don't know. I'd be. I mean, most movies you're gonna make enough money you could probably live on as long as you didn't go nuts. Right. It's, and it's those movies. Most movies, eh, you probably couldn't. You're in some like, you know, eh, what was that movie we were talking about yesterday? You're probably not making that much money. I just feel like those superhero movies, you're cashing checks. Yeah, those are big. Those are big. And you're, here's the thing. You're normally signed to more than one. Like, normally if you sign on, it's like, dude, we're going to do three of these. Like, are you going to be able to film all three of these? Like, yeah, so you, you may be right about that. But if you're a video game person... Resident Evil uh, Biohazard was uh, was in fact worth the price of admission. I uh, I enjoyed that yesterday, and I'll probably spend a little bit more time with it uh, this afternoon. You got big plans today, bud? Uh well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah moving a around, bit. yeah, yeah, a little around. bit. I, uh, me and the girlfriend, we have uh, decided to move into a house in the Canton area. So That's I'm right. gonna go sign the paperwork for that today. Kind of make uh, make some things official, get the keys, and and start the moving process. So it, uh, I don't know, it's good I, times. That's fun stuff, dude. It it's is, like new cell phone, new car, new house. It's always just it makes you feel good. A little stressful in the sense of like oh my god money and this and that and we got to do stuff and yeah, blah 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 but at the, end of, at the end of the day it's 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 all positive steps so i'm excited for that what's uh what's what's on your agenda that's it man like i i honestly not a whole lot i don't really have a whole lot going on today and it's kind of the way i want it i um i i uh i've been i've been uh back and forth a couple of times this week with uh you know i was talking about it a little earlier this morning i kind of called out one of my social situations right She's a little unhappy about yeah. it. Okay, and, uh, let, let, let that one go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to put the fire out on that one. Yeah, let it burn, baby. Let it burn. Throw uh, gasoline on is what I would do. Uh, dude, it's easier said than done. I know. I should she walk makes away. You feel bad about yourself. I know, but dude, when she shows up and she knocks on the yourself. door, she makes me feel good about myself. Very so, fleeing so. moments of goodness there, where yeah, it's, well, it's you, you gotta know? take them when you can get them, bro. I'm only alive ten, fifteen more years. <laughs> I gotta take them where I can get them, man. I gotta take them where I can get it. All right, we are done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning at six a.m. on Rock one zero six nine. I do want caller ten on those charge tickets. That's a four pack, by the way. One eight hundred two four three seven six two.
1-800-242-5225. And keep this in mind, Fishhead has your next opportunity to win your way out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. He'll do that for you at 11 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have an awesome afternoon. See you.